You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast. Time of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Tuesday, instead of a Monday, Eddie was flat out with weddings and shock horror got another one this weekend. Um, so we're here on a Tuesday. Now we've got a bunch to talk about. Obviously... The sporting world rolls on and we're a little bit removed from the weekend, but fucking get over it. We know that everyone is just dying to hear what we have to say about the sporting weekend that was. But Eddie, uh, thank God for for Tommy Tobler who reminded us last night that you made a promise to me, to Tommy, to the punter and the dribbler. I did. Well, I don't know if I promised. No, you did. You did. We can we can check we can check the fucking tapes. We can check the fucking tapes uh, that you're going to have a cold shower today to yeah. test out the Wim Hof. I had a cold shower this morning. I've had a cold shower every single day since I started. Have you really? Yep. Um, how did it go for you this morning? Half of one. So you didn't do it. At half so one. So you didn't. Well, you said five seconds at the end of it. Well, like I had a cold one at the end. So that's not half. <laughs> Well, how long was that? It might have been in for 10 no, seconds. No, I don't think it was a 10-second shower. No, I, I I was in there and I was enjoying myself and then I remembered fucking Tobler's message last night. I was like, fuck, I better whack this on cold for a bit and I also need to perk up my day. Five seconds. I reckon I lasted between five and 10 seconds. He said five before we yeah, started like, recording. So do we think it's even less than? Do we think it's literally like, I just turned the hot water off first? No, no, yeah, no, I think no, like no, the no. time it takes for the no, water the to get went from on. hot to cold, he probably just felt on. to go cold and then it was like, And then nah, went, fuck it. Yeah. It was probably five seconds. Yeah, he's lying. He's just lying about the times now. No so one believes It was you. 10, but now it's five. Now it's five. It was five, then it was 10, now it's five. When you're that cold, you can't count. It's <laughs> a vibe thing. No, you're full of shit. Disgraceful. Tomorrow. Cold. Yeah, if I remember. Only cold. <laughs> you don't need to... Dude, it's actually... It's just drastically shortened my shower times. Like, it's 30 seconds to a minute. If that... A minute, you do it, you're lucky. But you actually start... A minute's I, a long time for a cold shower. You start to get used to it, though, in the sense that that initial hit, you're like... <gasps> but the... Your ability does to, like... Does that go away? Yeah, it does. Does it... <gasps> yeah, it does. I couldn't breathe this morning. No, well, for the two seconds you did it, that must have been tough. Um, it was tough. That's the toughest part. You get used to it, though. So, yes, that initial thing always hits you, or at least, again, fucking five days into it. Who the hell am I? But you are sounding very... You get... It, it happens quicker. You, like, you manage to calm yourself quicker. To be honest, when it's, like, all over your body and your head's out, like not under the water, it's okay. As soon as your head goes under, it's all like it's fucking all bets are off. But anyway, you fucked it. You lied to us. Um, how was your weekend? Great. Had a fucking great time. Nipped down to Tassie for some wedding planning um, in anticipation for the end of the year, Thomas. Speaking of cold, fucking cold down there, bro. Fucking cold down there. We got into Hobart on Thursday night, and it was pouring rain. Which is unusual for Tasmania. It doesn't usually fucking cats and dogs down there. Doesn't it? So I've been told. Mm. Like thunderstorms, whips were cracking, but good. Set the tone, you know? Like for a wintry getaway. Yes. If you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was fucking lovely, mate. Nipped around Hobart, ripped and teared. Um, Found a place to say I do? We have found a place. Outside of Launceston. Okay. That's all I'll say, Tom. Yeah, well, no, we don't um, want the paps getting down there. Well, no, because, you know, it's a bit of a surprise for everyone. It's not about the paps. Bro. Oh, surprise? Is it? Well, and I mean, 
Sure, I don't well, it's know. It's not a this. surprise, but like you I know, don't have to know where I'm going. Yeah, but that's all in good time. Okay, so you know what I mean. So you're just waiting for the reveal. Yeah, I get you. 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 Um, found a place for a recovery. Found a place for close to the. Yeah, all in the same locale. There you go. Um, and I'm one of the best men, just in case anyone was worried. Well, yeah. Don't worry. Well, listen. <laughs> at this current stage, I believe I am. Or am I? A, or am I a fucking? Is that what I am, or am I? How am I involved? What do you What do you think it is? I can't remember. <laughs> As I say it, I'm like I can't remember exactly how I'm involved now. If I'm involved, you're a groomsman. That's it. Not a, well, that's what they are. They all called the groomsman, or are they all called the best man? Or There's the one best, best man. man. Okay, that that's is confusing. You. No, I'm not the best man. No. I'm a groomsman. You're man. a groomsman. Yeah, correct. You so go. you'll be involved, buddy. I'm there. You'll I'm be there. invited. We'll all be ripping a town. Shout out to Sebo, who literally, Eddie put up a photo on his Instagram being like 180 days till I'm Mr. Dumbrell. And then Sebo... <laughs> Sebo all Sebo. seven words in that post. And then Sebo sends a, me a message into our fucking about him. Going, Congratulations, Eddie. And then Eddie goes, look at this. It's like, does Sebo not know that I'm already engaged? I, but like I also was thought that he... Yeah, I, I didn't think he thought I was married yet. And I'm like, but I've already invited him to the wedding. So what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> Couldn't work out where he was at. And then he was like, oh, no, I just thought you were, I just saw 180 days and thought you were having a kid. And we were like, he didn't even, you didn't even read the, me like, it's fucking seven words. And he goes, that sounded about nine months, but it's not. <laughs> so then it's not nine months. It's like fucking a bit under six, I think. Anyway, um, Tazzy's a good place, bruh. It's I like just, Tassie. I tell you what, the air down there is crispy, as crisp. clean as it gets. You won't find cr cleaner, crispier air. You just won't. No. Now, I will sort of turn my wandering eye over to our uh, Antifa man over there in Dio Dave. Is, is Tassie the first fucking place on planet Earth that's like net zero emissions or some shit? I think they're about to be carbon, carbon negative. Neutral. Carbon negative? Yeah, um, I'll look that up now. Carbon but funnily enough, and so I was in Tassie recently. Launceston was, I think, the third city in the world to have sewerage and to have, like, underground sewerage networks, along with, I think, Paris and New York, which is yeah. a weird thing for Launceston. And because the they also... The first people to have it. No, like, the third. But, like, top three in the world. And they also were the first place in Australia, I think, to have hydroelectricity. Is that right? Yeah, interesting place. Did you see the monkeys? The monkeys? There's monkeys in Launceston. I didn't see the monkeys in Launceston. What do you mean? Like in, where the fuck were the monkeys in the In the city park, in like the only fucking big city park. Hold there. on a second. In wild, Prince, wild? Prince not, not wild. Yeah, Prince Andrew Park. Prince I think Andrew, that's it. There's yeah. fucking monkeys in there's there. There's like a little enclosure. And because uh, Launceston is the sister city of some Japanese town, so they swapped a bunch of kangaroos for these like snow monkey things. Who the fuck is Dave? What are you, the tour I told manager you, I was in Launceston, Launceston like two months ago. What the Beautiful fuck? place. Launceston's all right. The outside <laughs> of Launceston's a bit nicer. Yeah. Well, I mean, you spend any more than like two days there. Launceston itself, it's done. like a, it's like a big dubbo. It felt like to me. Bigger well, dubbo. Is it bigger than dubbo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought from Launceston that like if you had gotten rid of all the cars and the products in the shop window and just replaced them with stuff from a hundred years ago, you wouldn't know the difference. Yeah, well, that's because I, they must have crazy heritage laws down yeah. in Tasmania because all the buildings are very 
old. Old. They're like, like Victorian they era England 100%. buildings. Like they look like they're still from colonization. Hundred percent. They yeah. should make it illegal to have like cars and stuff in Tassie. It should just all be like, let's make this thing like horse a, and cart, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like a theme park world. Just go back to go back to basics. Yeah. Give them like some sort of. Um, incentive just to go we're going to make this we're going to allow people to come and like view you as well 100 percent. there's also a lot of convict built buildings down there kicking around like mm. a fuck well load. is it was it did it used to be called van diemen's land is that tazzy yeah yeah yep. which was when wasn't australia Dutch... van diemen's land no i think australia was just new holland for a bit but right. van diemen's land because tazzy was discovered by the dutch or named by the dutch before the english came here and named the rest of it yeah it's fucking wild down there, bro. It's like yeah, it's, it's feel, it feels old as fuck mm. in terms of the building and the architecture and stuff. But, but even prob- like the the, but the, the, feels, the environment, it seems feels ancient-y. south. Oh, like yeah. I, I, you feel like you are very. I, south. I don't know if that's um your brain, which already knows that playing tricks on you. But when I'm down there, I feel like I'm at the bottom of the world. And you pretty much are. You pretty much you are, pretty much except are. for. Fucking south of Argentina, you but you are Antarctica. Well, as in, you know what I mean. Thomas, come on, you know what I mean. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, Antarctica a little more south than Argentina. Well, no I mean, the, the, the most south southern, the most southern, just saying, the most southern point to that. Point. Um, but back to your original question, yes, Tassie is carbon negative, and it's the third place in the world to do it after the countries of Bhutan and Suriname. Um, and basically the reason they did it is they stopped logging and they stopped wood chipping and there's still a shitload of trees there. So there's no logging in Tassie anymore? No. I like that. See, just leave it. Let Tassie be our Jurassic Park. Let Tassie be Tassie. It's fucking nice, bro, down there. Like, it is so nice. We drove everywhere, drove to Launceston, Hobart, all over. Like That's the way to do it. And you just get out of that countryside and, ooh, baby, it's good. I loved it when we were in, I mean, we went to Tassie when we found out it was meant to be like a little holiday in 2019. Then we found out that we were pregnant with Evie and then Mm. Steph couldn't drink the whole time. So it was kind of, and she had morning sickness. So it was like, you vomit, I'll drink. But driving through is the only way to do it. 100%. You got to drive everywhere. You got to hire that car and get out. I feel like holidays generally, like if you're, like when we're in America, if there was a place needed to go, obviously we didn't drive from like the uh, West Coast to the East Coast, but like we made certain, we drove a lot of the way around there where we could. Same in uh, in Europe, drove through Italy. Like I've it's a way that. to do it. Yeah, I've done, the, I've done the same thing. You get to see just the countryside where people are living. Well, it's freedom, Tom. Getting behind the uh, the wheel, mate. I Getting also like listening wheel. to the radio in other countries because you're just like, nothing screams I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere that I'm like aware of than just like complete nonsensical shit on the radio. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Or, or, or sitting down at night and turning on the TV and not understanding a fucking... Then that wrote it. Okay, sure. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Sure. Just the, 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 the images. That's it. Bro, I want to go overseas so badly. Well... I want to go overseas so badly. The reality, though, I think, for me, that I've got to come to terms with, though, is that... Because, like, again, last time I went overseas, I think it was 2018, for a friend's wedding... You need to understand it's not going to be like that. It's gone. That's gone for me now. The late nights in little back streets of like some, you know, European well, not, town. Not forever, but for now. For now, like for unless the next twenty years. Twenty years for like for twenty years, that's done for me. Unless you bring a nanny yeah. or like a grandma. When I say nanny, I mean grandma. I can't afford a nanny, but 
I just want to go those hot, sweaty nights where they bring you out like, you know, they bring you out like jugs of wine in nondescript like jugs. Yep. Got a packet of fags on the table. Oh, dude. I like, again, don't smoke. I've quit smoking like four years but ago. But you know what I mean. But no, but I'm saying if I get back over to Europe on a hot, sweaty night, you don't think I'm ripping the fucking scab off a 20 pack of I know you will. Marlboro Gold I know you will. fucking pounding them into the earth? Because all you do when you're away is you eat and you drink. That's all you do. I'm going to fucking hammer some cigs. That's <laughs> all I did in Tassie. When they've they got drink. ashtrays on the table, yeah, it's rude not dude. to. They want you to smoke around kids over there. They're 100%. like, no, dude, this is like if you've got if you're under the age of five you need to have at least you know 20 percent of the oxygen you breathe be secondhand smoke 100 percent. that's just the way of life over there that's what they encourage that's, mm. a, that's what they believe in tom yeah i've got i've got a i've come back with a with a couple of new loves from tasmania yeah couple of new loves okay uh anchovies right first and foremost secondly martinis i fucking worked Martinis into the ground like they've never been worked before. Martinis like got, are nice. Martinis got the shock of their life. Now, were they dirty up. or were they? Oh, they were dirty, baby. Gin or vodka? Uh, both. Okay. <laughs> Bit of both. Whatever. And Whatever. some some local gin and vodka. That's they right. got a lot of good stuff. There. That's exactly why. Yeah. That's exactly why. Some were gin, some were vodka. Loved them both. Yeah. But I'm a dirty guy. I like them dirty because I'm a big olive juice guy. Yes. yes. Big olive bo- guy. Love olive juice as an extension. But fuck me, bro. The martinis down there were. Sp- Special. So the thing about the martini for me was... They get you blind. No complaints. I'd always like, before I started becoming a straight whiskey drinker or like a straight liquor drinker, whiskey, tequila, whatever, mm-hmm. the idea of a martini or just even the, the, the smell of, of, of liquor made me feel sick. The smell. Like the waft when it was like, you know, it's fumey. Yeah. Like right. I can't tell what it is, but it's like that fumey fucking sure. thing. Yeah. And then the taste, anytime I would have like just the taste of vodka or anything, I'd fucking, even Listerine made me want to vomit. Um, but then... Pounded whiskey, tequilas, et al. Mm. And then I went back and just had a martini out of the blue and was like, holy shit, I actually love these. <laughs> yeah, bro. The idea of them made me sick. And I was, I was like, fuck that martini. What the fuck then had one? It was like, oh, yeah, my palate has matured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your palate has come along. The last way. time I met this martini, yeah. we weren't right for each other. No, we weren't. And it was, and you know what? Sometimes you've got to meet your one true love a little later in life, you know? Yeah. You can meet them too early and yeah. it doesn't work out. <laughs> but it's it's crazy how the palate matures, Tom. It just gets If you mature, go all dude. the way back to like the Red Bull days, not Red Bull, uh, what were they called? Yeah. Red Bear. Oh. Red Bears. Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs. Little fat lambs. Huh? Did you guys have you know nah. how little fat lambs? No, 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 we're not nineteen. Uh, no, well, dude, that's, sorry, what, that's what we're talking about. I'm a fucking established thirty-two year old gentleman. <laughs> what did you have? UDLs who you pounds UDLs? fucking martinis, David. Little fat lamb, oh, but like your UDLs of the world, your yeah. Ruskies, your fucking Smirnoffs, yeah. your, your your fucking double blacks, your Ted's et yeah. al. I have no time for any of that anymore. No, dude. I have no time for it. Like, uh-uh. I'll, I, I still enjoy a nice cold beer. Of course I do. Well, blokes. Blokes. Blokes are the order of the day. That's right. But I will... For any of you beer drinking. But I will transition earlier and earlier. Like... Well, the thing is... Three beers now, and I'm, I'm onto that hard stuff, baby. So that's... But that's, I think, part of the... Like, I like to... And if I'm on holidays, I don't... I just go straight hard. I pound... I open hard. I pound blokes into the earth and then 
whenever my uh, beer tank, which is an internal tank that all humans have, I don't know if you know that. No, I know that. Yeah, well, I thought you did. But once that fills up, and often that can depend on what I've eaten before. Have I eaten it all? Am I drinking it out of the can? Have I poured it in a glass? But depending on how quickly that fills up, I'm saying it's like between three and six, three and four, five, six. Then we turn to the hard stuff. Yeah, look, I mean, at the end of the day, I I just follow my tongue. I follow my taste buds. I follow... You do follow your tongue. I follow my tongue, right? You always have. I always have and I always will. Where your tongue goes... Eddie follows. I do. I'm, I, I just, I stick it out and I see where it goes. You're and like a lizard. I'm like a lizard, like a blue tongue lizard, bruh. Uh, and, and what I'm finding, Tom, what I'm finding increasingly is that I like the hard stuff. Yeah. I like it pure. I like it cold though, which you know. I liked my whiskeys and then I was under my fucking tequilas and I'm still on my tequilas, but I'm also loving my martinis when I'm out and about. So I still love margaritas. I still love them. But I'm also like, dude, martinis are fucking badass, and yeah, they're going to be my winter drink. Well, yeah, it's a it's a mood based it's a, it's a real mood based choice. Uh, it's martinis picture or this, Mars. mate. We're in the countryside around Launceston. The fucking fires roaring, and I'm just pounding martinis. Teenies, teeny time. Yeah. You get teeny time, don't you? I love teeny. Roaring fire. Oh, Mine yeah. at probably about three degrees. Not much, not much Bro, above we freezing. actually got sent a bunch of martini mix, which didn't you? Do you remember having that? Or did you not have any of that? Uh, yeah, it was yeah, right. like I've that still night. got a bunch of it at home. Have you not finished it? Bro, I did have I finish it straight 50 away. million children. We got sent that years ago. Yeah, but I just... Be I, better. Mate, what do you mean be better? What do you mean? Just become a fucking problem drinker? I like no, to enjoy a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I pound some blokes. I pound some tequila. I pound some whiskey. I pound some rum. Yeah, I pound but you some haven't, martinis. but you've left martinis off. No, I'm I haven't left it off. It's still there. I'm having it. We got one bottle. And it no, bro, years ago. incorrect, dude. I have maybe three. Because he would send some shout out to. So you didn't. So you just you just shout out to Jimmy. Yeah. So you've just stockpiled them. Well, so when you get them, or when we would get them, it'd be like sometimes he'd send a martini and a fucking Negroni. Negroni. Yep. And you, being Mister Oi, Negronis are sick. I was like, okay, you have the Negroni, you freak. So you'd take the Negroni. Negronis are sick. They're not really though, are they? They're not really. You don't like Negroni? I don't hate them, but I don't love them. I sometimes feel like with the Negroni. Or an old-fashioned. People are doing it more so they can say they're having a Negroni or an old-fashioned. I love Negroni. My point exactly. Um, I think, well, while we're on... But but I'm really into my martinis, and that's just just a fact. I was going to say, while we're on teeny time, and while I'm being the tourism ambassador for Tasmania, I just want to point out, Tasmania has 57 distilleries of, like, gin, vodka, whiskey, whatever, and with a population of just over 500,000... That's one distillery per under 10,000 people. That's so a, lot a lot of distilleries. Of Do they have any tequila distilleries? Because we're looking for some. I think, unfortunately, the climate isn't really good, uh, for, good for growing the agave plant. But whiskey? You could do a whiskey. whiskey they yeah. do whiskey down there. They do Lots gin of, down there. I want to do a whiskey or a tequila. Did you go to the, I want it. Did you go to the markets? We'll be in, doing it in Tassie if we do it. Well, price pending. Reach out, Tassie. Did you go to those markets in Hobart? The Salamanca yeah, markets? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I it was those. pouring rain, oh, so we binned them. Because they're like huge and 
all these distilleries have their own little tent set up where you can go tasting. So like yeah. 11 a.m. in the morning for free, you can just get absolutely smashed. This guy. Good for you, buddy. But we did go to the Evandale markets. Shout out to Evandale. Shout out to markets, dude. I don't know if this is a sign that you're old as shit, but I get really chubbed up for a market. Well, that's because markets get me going. Yeah, but like, oh, there's some like little knickknacky food stalls. Here's a bit of jerky. Here's a bit of fucking, as you say, maybe a, like try out my gin. Some chutneys, some jams, some yes. relishes, some yes. honeys. Yes. yes, there's a sausage sizzle in the background as well. Even yep. if you don't want it, the sound of it's just a nice little soundtrack. But then also we've got some like knitted woolen fucking this or some like, you know, we're selling some clothing, mm. mate, some accoutrements, some, some scarves, little knickknacks, whatever. Bro. And you can tell they've been hand knitted. We got some stuff for Hamish and Carly's new daughter. Because they were, they were just, they were there and I go, they're fabulous. Yep. And they, you know what? You could tell, you could tell they've been made with love. Love. Craftsmanship. I won't buy anything that hasn't been made with love. No. I won't buy anything. No. Fuck it's not no. made with love, I'm not buying it. No. That's my promise to you. That's right. The well, Eddie, I, uh, my weekend was nice. Did you have anything else from your weekend? I, I didn't mean to if cut you off. If it comes to me, mate. If I'll... it comes to you, you can come back to it. But I felt like you'd, you know, you sort of, you'd done your dash from your weekend. Yep, sure. Sure. Well, don't say sure. I mean, if you didn't, I'd, I'd love for you to share more. No, no, more. you go. Well, I... I want you to share more if there's more to share. I said, if I think of something, I'll come back. Okay, good. I don't want you to feel like you don't have, you know, like the space, you know? No, I feel comfortable in the space. Good. Because this is your podcast, dude. No, I'm aware. <laughs> Some would say it's more mine than yours. Well, those people would be fucking stupid. Um, I had my... I had a good weekend, but it was also crueled. It's crueled the word by the babies being a little bit sick. Friday, Saturday, they got fevers back-to-backs or temperatures. But they weren't really sick. They just had temperatures. Fever and a temperature, not the same thing? Not the same thing, I don't think. But I don't know. They could be. Either way, I had something to do Friday night and something to do Saturday night, and the temperatures came on Friday, and then they came on Saturday. So shout out to Louis of Five by Flynn, whose T-shirt I'm wearing. Very good clothing, very good hats. But he has, he was having like his fashion launch. He did on Friday night. Couldn't go. And then the Saturday, the babies are fine. Temperatures are gone. They're all good. We go to the Manly game, which was great, and we'll get to it. Great. But then we get home from the Manly game. I've got an engagement party. Dave and Neve, and Neve, congratulations. What comes back? Fucking temperatures. And so we cancel that as well. And then we roll into Mother's Day, and they've been completely fine ever since. <laughs> so basically, anytime you wanted to have fun, they're like, fuck you. They were like, oh, we've got a bit of a temperature. And yeah, again, they weren't even like really sick, but like you can't leave them with a nanny if they're a bit fucking unwell. You got to just bite the bullet. So they fucked me. They fucked us. They fucked us good. Respect to them. Well, they know how to pick a moment. Mm, they do. They're tapped into some higher power, children, where they go, well, look, you look, you feel like you're getting excited for something. And there'll be getting no, there'll be no getting excited. No, on my no. Watch. Put your excitement back in your box. Yeah, brother. Put your excitement back in your box. Back in your box. Um, and then we had Mother's Day, which was nice. Shout out to Steph. Shout out to my Did, mom. How the presents go down? <sighs> Daddy nailed the presents yeah? this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah, was the reaction? So disbelief. Steph the other day was on some like website for fucking uh, like weights, like chick weights. Chick weights, yeah. And she was like, oh, 
like she was there were like ankle weights or you put them around your wrist and then when you're doing your pilates and stuff and you give a bit of extra resistance mm -hmm. but she was like i actually want the whole set but it's a bit like i don't know if i should like da, 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 da. so i just got these to try it out so then daddy just whips out the phone and like you know you get all the different little uh, so there's like a bar that's weighted, you get a, the ankle weights, you get some hand weights, you get like a lovely mat. But the thing, it's like all cool and chicky. I think it's called Bala, Bala bars, B-A-L-A -A bars. But like they're all the same colour. So it's all these like really neutral tones and cool and whatever. Anyway. Bring in uniformity. Yeah, but it's like retro, but cool colours and like... Yeah, it's trendy. You know, yeah, it's trendy. Anyway. It's working out fun. I got it and then I got it delivered here. To the studio because i didn't want it to rock up to the house because everyone would have like she would have known immediately so then i had to i mean they just look like giant dillies i'm not gonna lie it's all kind of phallic it's all kind of phallic there are like long bars that are just like bent dicks it's um there's a lot going on there um anyway they're it, very phallic i'm not very good with gifts generally usually it's like tell me what you want and i'll just get it yep this one well that's tried and tested Mwah. You just got to keep your ears open. Dude, she was like unwrapping it all excitedly, like putting it all out on the ground, taking photos of it. I was like, oh, yeah, this is – I've done well here. And I don't do well. So it was nice to do well. And then, we, you know, we caught up with her mum, caught up with my mum. Mother's Day is cool. Mother's Day is nice. But um, – What, just a nice energy? Yeah, just a nice energy, dude. Just a nice energy. But other than that, dude, my weekend was pretty much – uneventful aside from Manly's 13 plus victory at Brookvale Oval, the home of HD Light. Do we get into some sport? I think we should, buddy. I think we definitely should. Uh, yeah, so Manly pounded the Tigers into the earth. The uh, rugby league truism that no team has lost to the Tigers and gone on to win the premiership is still true. Um, never been truer. Never been truer. I rolled down to Brookie Saturday, 3 p.m., sold out. Sold out. Largest crowd since 2014, they were saying. 2017? No, largest crowd there since 2014. Oh, but right. I don't understand how that works. I thought I said 2017, but... I don't know. Nah, well, I'm pretty sure it's 2014, but I don't know how that works in the sense that if it's sold out... Are you saying it hasn't sold out since then, or is it because now they've got the new stand that it's allowing more people in there? But if it's 2014, it was before they had that, so I don't know. But, dude, it was fucking heaving. Heaving. 13-plus jumpers everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Dribblers galore. It was fucking brilliant to see. What wasn't was some absolute fucking poon sambo who's gone and made fake manly 13-plus jumper. I'm assuming it's only one, but it looks like shit. Now, is it a tip of the cap that we're getting, you know, our designs ripped off? Yes. But this guy clearly listens to us and is a fucking scumbag so no disrespect but fuck you no disrespect but a big fuck you now when we're talking rugby league we're doing it for ko only ko baby know that baby know that it's for ko the home of rugby league football mm -hmm. all games live uninterrupted uninterrupted Add Fred, you're in play. You know the drill. Yeah. You know the dribble. Now, back to Manly. Back to Manly. Manly got into their work on Saturday afternoon. It's the spiritual time slot for HD Light. Mm. Saturday Arvo. I tell you why. And Sunday Arvo. Sunday Arvo as well, but I tell you why Saturday Arvo is special time. Because you can get into your work. Yes, you can get into your work. And everyone knows that. I couldn't get into my work too much because 
I have children. But you can the, get... The crowd generally... The hill was getting into their work, Eddie. The hill was working their dicks off. It was beautiful. It was fucking beautiful to see. Now, Manly go out there and listen, was it... Was it What's coronation mean, Dave? That may not be the correct word, but it was the... Crowning. Um, well, I don't even know if it was crowning, but it was... Coronation the, is a crowning, isn't it? Oh, okay, sorry. That's what you were saying. I thought you were trying to find another word. Basically, what I'm trying to say is that there was a birth on Saturday. We witnessed a birth. And if you want to say crowning there, crowning a birthing term when a head's coming out of a vagina, there was a birth. And it was the birth of Ben Trebojevic as a first-grade footballer. Burbo. Burbo. Turbo's younger brother. Jake's younger brother. An Turbo, absolute, Turbo, Turbo. An absolute rugby league thoroughbred, a handful. Now, he scored sense. the first try. Is it a mistake that we didn't pick up on that? I, I think so. Tom, even professors in omenry can sometimes miss the omens. I know. And that's okay. And that's fine. It's all about acknowledging that and moving forward and being mm. better every single day. Yep. So we'll take that lick and we'll move forward. But it doesn't really matter though, does it? Because seeing him fucking shrug off a couple of would-be defenders to go over the chalk and just throw that foot into the earth, almost like a release, because he's played a couple of games, but he's never fucking never, scored a try. And also, but like never started. This is his first start at home. In the back row, no Well, because he was starting at centre, and then our boy Hamole Olakawatu came down with a flu on game day. Game day flu. Game day flu. So Burbo's had to move from the centres to the back row. So he's already, and all the great, the great judges... Us included, but even greater, some may argue, like your Cooper Cronks, I was hearing talking about it, but like dealing with a bit of game day adversity, trained all week in the centres. Oh, look at me now, I'm in the back row. And he's going, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to rise like cream, like a loaf of bread, and I'm going to score two tries. He's going to rise like self-rising flour. You know what I mean? That sort of rise... As far as I'm aware, he's played a bit, fair bit of both, yes. centre and back row, coming up as a young pup, now a young man. Mm. And so he does that on his ear. Yeah. Doesn't fucking bother him. No. Clearly, when you score two tries, it doesn't bother you. Well, look, I mean, but I, for you and me as well, Eddie, I mean, it's just nice to see your younger brother do well. Well, look, you would know, we don't like to bang on and on and on and on about it, but we've played a, a pretty important role in his life a starring role a starring role um you know backyard footy knee rugby you know in in the living room yeah exactly you know giving him his first beer all that sort yeah of thing. yeah exactly exactly you know first cigarette first first dart first billet yeah all those fun things <laughs> and you know it was nice Obviously, I wasn't able to make it, but it was nice for you to be out there with the family. With, yeah, with and John it was, and, I mean, with John and Mel and, and the fucking, and yeah, Luke. And Luke and, 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 and the boys, all the, And all the yeah. missos and yeah. shit. Like, it was great. It was a great day for our family. Nice to be invited. Well, of course, it's fucking hell, man. It's our family. Like, it's a great day for the family. It's a, we, And as Jake said, he, like, I got emotional that Jake was getting emotional about our little brother Ben doing so well after the game. And he was talking about how proud he was. And I echo his sentiments. I know you do too. We're all, it was a great day for our family. And we're all really proud to see him. Because we've, you know, we, we, we've watched him come through. He's wanted it so bad. Oh, he's wanted it. No one's wanted that foot. No one's wanted to score a first grade try and, and represent 
the Manly Warringah Seagulls no. more than Burbo. Well, you know, Burbo, he'd seen us go scale the heights of the podcast game and then he's seeing Tommy and Jake and fucking his older brother Luke. Like, everyone's scaling, right? And then yeah. he's like, I want to scale as well. Yeah, can I scale? I'd love a scale. Let me scale. Why, why can't I scale? Boy, put me in. Coach, put me in. I want to scale. I want to scale those heights. Right, so... You know, to see him finally scale was really nice. And as I was sitting there with John and, you know, he went over for a second and Mel, we all just looked at each other. We shed a tear and we just had a hug. <laughs> yeah. It was nice. It and was you know nice. what? And when when you assume that someone's going to be a scaler, right, and you, and you put them up on this pedestal and you're like, this, this kid will scale – at the back of your mind, you're never really sure. You never know for sure. You think you should scale, yeah. but you're like, what if he doesn't scale? What if he doesn't scale? And then when you find out he's a scaler of note. Of note. Eh, you know, that's when the tears start, yeah. I think. That's yeah. when the tears start yeah. and, and like, the emotion and, you know, overwhelms. John, John, you know, John's, you know, he's, uh, he, he's an emotional man. man. He's got a heart of gold, but he doesn't often cry. No. So it was nice to see. Tough exterior. Yeah. I mean, tomato farmers often are. And it was just nice to see him sort of let the walls down. And as I said, like basically just weep into my shoulder. It was at beautiful. one point. Beautiful. Um, you sent me a nice video. That was Yeah, really that was beautiful. really good. It was really good. And then we all went and celebrated afterwards. Um, so look, a really wholesome day. I also had my... Uh, biological father with me as well and brother at one point um and and obviously my lovely wife stephanie two two babies but at one point because there were as i said dribblers are plenty mm. <laughs> and i was standing with my brother and my dad and some dribbler comes up and he walks straight past me and goes up to my brother and goes fuck i just had to come and shake the hand of the great man how you doing bro i love the podcast and my brother goes Oh, I think you mean him and points at me and then the guy looks at me and doesn't fucking recognise me at all and goes like, oh, yeah, yeah, hey, man. Like, just thought it was just my brother being like, yeah, oh, what about this guy? And then he's, oh, yeah, hey, mate, and just shook my hand and walked off. <laughs> uh, uh, it was fucking hilarious. I see. I don't think Will looks that alike Dude, to you, I, but he must. No, nah, he, he does. He de we definitely do. Like, there are times when I'll see a photo of him. Like, it's not like we're fucking twins. But there are times when I'll see a photo of him and I'll be like, I don't remember doing that. Oh, it's not me. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, you've thrown this dribbler anyway. Yeah, he's skinnier than me and he's more like fucking muscly than me. Yeah, he's stronger and more He's stronger and, and more ripped and everything like that. So, he's more gorgeous. You know, yeah, sure. exactly. So on that level, it's nice that they can see a skinnier, hotter version and be like... Well, that's where it gets confusing. Oh, there's... That's oh, where that's where it gets Tom. confusing because he hasn't had a good look then, has he? Well, look, I mean, he, I think he must, you know, I mean. You are you both up and it's pretty Well, obvious. but I wasn't visible. But then again, he saw me directly immediately after and still didn't. So he obviously just thinks I'm hotter than I am. <laughs> Clearly. That's, I think, what the reality is. But back to the football. <laughs> back to the football. I mean, you see that performance and I... I, I how do we not win the comp? How do we not win the comp? That's what I'm saying. Now, With troops out, Schuster wasn't playing. Olakowatu not playing. Manasi out. He's he was out. He was out. He's still out. He's still fucking out. I, I tell you what, Stubby Cooler, can of cola. That kid can fucking play yeah, rugby he can league play. football. He's twinkle toes, baby. Yeah, I tell you what. And look, Morgie Harps. Little was back. ins, little outs. Morgie Harps was back in the side because of 
uh, sickness and injury and whatever. And, like, that was cool. But when you're seeing what Stubby Cooler Can of Cola can do, you're like, oh, and this is, again, no disrespect to Harps. It's not about Morgan Harp. But you're it's like, not about him. But it's like, oh, it's this, guy, but this guy does – he has something extra. He has more. He can defend his almighty cock off, but he his feet, dude. That try he set up for Cherry Evans. Bah, rah, rah, rah. But like stands on a spot and then just bang, he's gone and fucking woven his way literally through three blokes. Then gives that seed. What's Cherry the, Evans in and out. See you later. What's the name of that X-Men who basically, if he can see it, he can just... Eyebrows. Dr. Eyebrows. Dr. Eyebrows. <laughs> Doctor eyebrows, <laughs> sure. Basically, he can just be in one spot and then be in another spot. I believe Cooler may have that super. Quicksilver? That sounds to me more like a Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah. Quick, the Silver Surfer was Fantastic Four. Oh. So is he called Quicksilver? Uh, no. Do you watch those movies? Yeah, I think I don't, watches that shit. Yeah, yeah Tobler, I don't watch it. I don't watch them. He actually, he, well, no one's judging you, Tobler, although we kind of are because you're an adult, but Tobler was at a Marvel movie on the weekend. Exactly. That's why yeah. I'm like, he mm. probably knows. Is so it Quicksilver, it's, it's either Dr. Eyebrows or it's hey, Quicksilver. We got Cyclops? No. Nice man. Come on, Dave, for fuck's sake. Well, you, you literally described it as the guy who looks at something and goes, No, I mean the person who can be in one spot and then just transport to another spot. So he can teleport. Yes. Teleporting. Fuck, there's a lot, aren't there? Sprite? Was it Sprite? Sprite, no. I think you just Google X-Men that teleports. Teleporting X-Men, do your own research. We don't have time for this. Also, we did have a dribbler send us a photo of Greg Norman hats for sale in high quantities at Drummond Golf. Now, I don't know whether that's all Drummond Golf stores or if this is a specific one, but if it's all Drummond Golf stores, then there is a petition that I'm going to get put up for Dave to be hung, drawn and quartered in a town square because those cowboy hats are not... Put the cowboy hat on. Take that fucking hat off and put the cowboy hat on. Put the cowboy hat on. Um, Got to give a shout-out, Eddie. Got to give a shout-out. To who? Manly? Well, fuck yeah. But more specifically... Friend of the show, Lincoln Garrick, Ruben's dad. Okay. Ruben, Ruben's old boy, yep. Lincoln, yep. was out on the town with Rubes after the win, pounding margaritas into the core of the earth. And oh, oh, that, that's his thing. Well, he sent in a video. I'm out here pounding, pounding margaritas into the earth's core. Lincoln Garrick. <laughs> with Ruben. Ruben's filming dad. Yeah. Dad pounded margaritas. And dad's loving it. Dad's loving it. So Fuck apparently yeah. dad's a dribbler of note, likes to listen to the pod. And congratulations to, to, to Mr. Garrick, to Papa Garrick, who, you know, when you are just a human being and you have a child or you like, you know, you get your wife pregnant and a child is en route, how are you to know that you're about to father the 15th peak? I know. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 a peak... To rival Mount Everest, like well, it's, a peak it's a, that gets mistaken with the Himalayas. It's a peak's peak, Tom. Fucking over it is. It's one of the great peaks all time, all time. Because mm. peaks come and go. Not Don't these forget peaks. that. Not, this not peak. these peaks. No. Not these peaks. No. Not you'd at be, all. You'd be a you'd be a proud father. Your son breaks the scoring record last year. Two tries in the weekend. He's the fifteenth peak. He's fucking hot. 
He he's got a body that won't quit. Literally won't quit, and cheekbones that you know. Uh, I'm not sure what the growth rate is on uh, Mount Everest. A couple, of centimeters, a couple of centimeters a year. A year. Yeah. At the current rate, Ruben Garrick's cheeks will be higher than Mount Everest within the next uh, 12 months. That's what they're saying. That's what scientists are saying, Tom. And I'll trust the scientists. You got to trust the science. You got to trust the science. I will. But Manly, well and truly entrenched. How about Cherry Evans stepping the fullback? Bang, 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 bang. See you later. In and out. Yeah. One of the great tries that I'd already give. I'd give a try of the year. I might be a little biased. No, I think that's reasonable. I'd be giving a try of the year. Not much to take away from the West Tigers, other than that they suck and that Luke Garner's fucking pretty quick. Dude, Luke Garner's pretty quick. He's pretty fucking quick for a back rower. I mean, Luke Garner's quick, and he—he's also gone to the. I think he signed with the Panthers. Hey, yeah, for less money. For less money. That's that's some disrespect. Shout out to 100 Footy for that information. That is some disrespectful shit right there. Uh, it's just. It's not what you want. It's not what you want. No. But it's what you've got. So it is. Eddie, stiff be- shit. before we move on to any other rugby league... Yeah, bro. Um, Foran's leaving the club. Kieran's leaving. Kieran's leaving. Now, the... Devastating. Well, listen, the vitriolic rugby league fan in me would say, fuck you, Kieran. But that's, that's not what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, you know what, dude? You've had a, a long career. You've had some ups. You've had some downs. The only time you've had ups has been at Manly. But that's okay. I think he was getting like 300-ish a year at Manly. And he's getting 750-ish at the Titans. A year? Yeah. Fuck off, yeah. is he? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you I know. I get it. I get it. Get the bag, girl. Get the bag. We always say that. Get the bag. He's a good man. You know, fuck it. You know, he obviously doesn't have desires to win comps anymore, which is fine. Like, well, I think he knows he's going to win this one. And then then he's he's like, fuck fuck it. Let's just go and, you know, what we should get him as a going away present? A really nice beach towel. Because he's going to be spending a lot of time on the beach up there. I think that's a great idea, Tom. I think that's a terrific idea. Hello Sport Retirement Pack. And a retirement pack. Beach towel. Yep. Um some sluggers. Some sluggers, like some slides. Some sno- some nice Hello Sport slides. slides. Hello on one and sport on the other. Yeah, or just our faces on them. Yep. Tom and Eddie slides. Yeah. They're fucking they're hot. You know Tom what and I mean? Eddie slides and a, and a nice little sort of like a little bag. A what are bum they bag? Not a bum bag, like a satchel? Like oh, a tote bag. A tote, little tote. Yeah, yeah. And like a robe. Yeah, fuck yeah. Now we're talking. You know Retirement how chi- pack. You seen, you seen how chicks wear those Terry Towling robes to the beach now? That's what, yeah. One that's of them, what, but for blokes. Well, but really short, so you show off a bit of cheek. Well, we want to see a bit of cheek. We want a Kieran cheek, You want yeah. some cheek. But I mean, ultimately, and like, he'll be good. A bit of KFC, Kieran Foran cheek. Kieran Foran cheek. KFC, Dude, baby. KFC. <laughs> All right, maybe we look into that. We get him a little retirement package. We Thanks will. for everything. Thanks for your time at Manly. 100%. Enjoy retirement. Enjoy retirement. I w- I'd like to also say that on behalf of myself and obviously by extension yourself, that the last 18 months have been have been some of the fondest. Yeah, they've been great. And you and I to knew. To see him come back yeah. after all the injuries, after all the despair, after all the fucking naysayers. Shit club after shit fucking club. Fucking shit canning him. And he comes back to the to the... So the club that loves him and the club that showered him in glory and the club that understands his needs and his wants and his psyche, mm. right? Once he's back in that loving, caring environment, 
He's gone on to fucking rip and tear. Yep. He's going to win another ring this year. We all know that. And now he's going to go to Gold Coast, s- fucking lay on the sand for two years and get paid 750 grand per year, yeah. per annum. That's not a bad gig. But again, where's all that come from? That's come from the love and support that Manly's shown him. We'll put it this way. He wouldn't have been getting a $750,000 year contract if it wasn't for these last two years at Manly. He'd be retired. He's come back. He's found his form. He's found his love of the footy again. And now... He's going to fucking put the feet up. Now, go if, out to stud. If I'm going to cast, is that like, what it's called? Uh, out to stud. He's absolutely right, Tom. And then they 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 bring the females in, and they just chong. Well, I think the female in this instance is going to be Toby Sexton uh, of Titans' other half fame, yep. and basically Foran's just going to be like, all right, let me just pass on my knowledge before I leave the game, right? Well, you need you need a knowledge passer on or off. You got to pass on knowledge. That's right. 100% you do. Now, if I'm casting a view forward to the future, Tom, if you don't you don't mind. I'm happy for you to do that. Do we see Josh Schuster, of first legally blind player to ever play in the NRL fame, shifting to six and then a Burbo doing a job on the edge? I think we've actually got another back rower coming from the Tigers who's called Tuolungi. Um, yeah. Kelma Tuolangi. Kelma Tuolangi. So we keep Burbo so at centre. I think Burbo's a centre. But then again, we've got Brady Parks and we've got Stubby Cooler Canicola. So maybe Burbo's a bench back rower. Maybe. Uh, who knows? I think Burbo, we'll see how he goes this year. Um, not to be a Cooper Cronk dick rider and just repeat everything he says. That's okay. I like what he says. But he was talking about Schuster and he was like, I'd actually prefer to see him have a couple more years in the back row. And... Um, Look to park his flair a little bit. He says that he th- he feels like his flair first, like tough carry second. I'm not saying I agree or disagree, but I do like the idea of... He's like, learn how to play the game tough. You've got the flair. That's always going to be there. But like, when in doubt, run the fucker and then look to pass the ball. Maybe that's more of a back rower's mentality when you're a 5'8". Although 5'8's run the ball, I don't know. It's X's and nosy. I just want to see Josh Schuster become the actualized ultimate rugby league football that he can. I back him. I love him. He's a friend. Shout out to that fucking guy who made the Josh Schuster poster uh, at the weekend. Fucking well, mate. People are just creative, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Well, um, people, people. I spoke to him. We might be getting it. He might be making us one for the studio. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, we need more knickknacks in here, people. Yeah. Puns and dribblers, knickknacks. We need them. I just like how arts and crafty some people are. Mm. Our I'm, audience. Our audience. Shout out to Slacky who sent us all the fridge magnets. I'll Dude, put a video up. They're so fucking hilarious. Good, they're so good. Yeah, they are really good. All the good stuff. Um. Anyway, look, shout out to Kieran. Enjoy the fucking superannuation booster up there. Enjoy the boot. Do they get super on top of their contracts? Is that how it works? I mean, I'd be... Do you I'd, mean like on top of what they get paid for the contract? Do they get salaries? Like, how does that work? Do they have to chip in the 10% on top? Would the team be doing that? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just... I don't or know. do you mean you're saying it'd be 750 super? Like, included? are they contractors or are they employees? Employees. So they'd have to get super. Yeah, of course. But is that on top of what their contract is? Or are you saying is it or is 750 that all plus super or is it package? Except, or is it package deal? Uh, I'd, say, pa- if it's I'd seven, say package. If it's 750 plus supes, that's 825, baby. I reckon it's ink, ink soup. Ink soup? Yeah, I reckon it's ink soup. I want it to be X soup. So do I. 
but I think it's ink suit. Yeah. Uh, just a quick whip through, though, the rugby league round. Broncos doing the Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs are shit this year. Obviously, they got Luttrell out, but, like, that's tw- the Broncos have beaten them twice this year. Again, Adam Reynolds any time was a fucking lock. How did I not do that? Rabbitohs are fucked. Rabbitohs are fucked. They suck. They suck. Rabbit Reynolds, fuck. and look, you'll be like, oh, but they beat you, but we had an off week and we weren't even trying, so shut your mouth. Yeah, we had one man down. Exactly. Reynolds is a thoroughbred. Yeah, dude. It's I like crazy, the Broncos, John It's crazy well. how much a fucking half-decent seven or six changes your Well, he's fortune. more than half-decent. He's top fucking three or four in the comp. Yeah, well, I was done to playing that. Yeah, you, you know were, what I mean. You're disrespecting like, him. If you're legit, you can take even the worst club, Broncos, and start winning games. Yeah, and that was, again, without Haas, without Capewell. So that was impressive. And against South, not impressive at all. Yeah, I reckon I've seen some Broncos games where Reynolds hasn't even played well, but he's just kicked well, and the difference that makes alone to the yeah. Broncos is just insane. Yep. Yeah. We then move on to Raiders' dogs. Raiders got it done. Eddie, you had 1-12, to 12, but you didn't have Kotrick. Sucked in. I did. I did have 1-12. to 12. See, but, like, it's annoying. Because I get gifted these little wins, but they're not wins. It's not a win. Didn't no, not score, a win. You know? But it was a shit game. No, of that. Of course it was a shit game. Unfortunately. 14 to four. That's yeah. bottom eight footy. That's bottom eight footy. It's actually bottom four footy it's bottom almost. Four. No, it is bottom four because it wasn't even exciting. Um, and unfortunately, Croker got injured in his return game. Fucked his shoulder out for a few weeks. Now, upset of the round was the Eels of definitely aren't winning the comp fame. Beating the Panthers. Good game of fucking rugby league footy. Sold out as well, I believe. Absolutely heaving. You'd expect that to be sold out. Yeah. Your team's ripping and tearing and it's a Western derby. Like, At get Penrith. your shit together. Yeah. If you weren't out that game, then you want to have a long, hard look at yourself if you're from Penrith and you love the club. Disgraceful if you weren't there. That I tell you what, the ghost, Dylan Edwards... He can fucking play. Oh, he's bro. a footballer, dude. He's dude, a footballer. Did you see that shot he put on Papa Lee when he's like going for the line? He just fucking picks him up and drives him. I don't remember it. I'm like, you don't look like anything. I can't even see you because you're a ghost. Yes. But you fucking put hits on and you're quick and you're sharp. And he's like, he is he is not he is not a Tedesco Turbo Pappenhausen, right? But he is as Good a fullback as you can have without having a fucking all-timer of a fullback. He's like, he's really, really good. Yes. He's really good. Yep, that's and how I just describe it. Like that's, he's really fucking he's good. He's just really fucking good. And will never command the fucking hot boy money. Or if he does, it's like, it'd be... It well, just, it'd be the Titans or something. Yeah, exactly. But, it, like, he's not going to command fucking millies. So, it's like, it's actually... Usually, the, the the fullback in any dominant club is, like, fucking worth a billion dollars. So, it's quite a nice little thing to have there for Penrith. Um, and, look, I do... You know, we don't love the Eels here, but I they played very well. And, mate, they've beaten the Storm and the Panthers. They're the only team to do it. It's a very. If you're an Eels fan, you got to be happy with that. Well, you got to be. They're the only team that look like outside of Manly, challenging <laughs> for the comp. You got to be licking, challenging those top two. You got to be licking your lips. Mm. You got to be licking your lips. The problem is, they're just a bit up and down. 
You know what I mean? But they're consistent in that they've beaten the two best teams. But they also lost to the Tigers. On paper, but they also lost to the Tigers. So. Didn't, is it how Sebo explained on about even that they're like a problem child who's like got all the talent in the world, but they need like a strong father figure to like keep them in line because it's like they have these amazing games and then they have these ones where they just get too emotional and they lose to the Tigers. Yeah, that's exactly right. Obviously, Manly win. The Titans, bro, like... The Titans suck. Yeah, they do, but so do the Roosters. Even though they looked better this game, and they did look better, there's just something about the Roosters that's not horny this year. Really not horny. They're not clicking. No. And that, you know, maybe that happens. I don't know, but they're not humming. They're not They're not fucked, but they're not humming. They're certainly not. the. Hum- they're not humming. No. Bro, they're nowhere near humming. Cows the are Titans humming. are definitely fucked. Oh, the Titans are fucked. They are so fucked. They need a foreign... They need Kieran, dude, fucking ASAP mm. because they're all at sea up there. Yeah. They don't look like they're that fucking into it. Can I just quickly jump back because I know it's all the way back to South Broncos. <laughs> yeah, sure. Letting Adam Reynolds go as South Sydney is the worst fucking decision in the history of rugby league. Like that is, that's like, it seems almost arrogant it's like, it's just, there's no respect for what he do, does, did, and what he does, what he did for the club, what he brought to that side. But they fucking suck without Adam Reynolds and they miss him dearly. And God, that must have been satisfying. Not only to score a try, but to fucking hump him by 20 points. That's all I wanted to say. Couldn't, couldn't agree more. And they don't, like, what is he fucking ancient? Is he 39? He's 32, I think. 31, like he's not 32. even that old. And they couldn't give him two fucking years? Are you taking the piss? Two years? Oh, we can give you one, but we're definitely not giving you two. It's like, bruh. He's 31. I've, he's 31. Turning 32. Yeah, right. But he's 31 right now. Yep. That is not old. So that would have been for this year and next year. He would have been 33. 32. Well, but turning 33, you know what I mean? But when like, he finished the, his second year contract with them, he would have been 32. Why? So no, he would have so been 33 turned 32 this year, next season. And then 33 right, next sorry. But right. still, dude, I'm 33. I'm fucking, you know what I and mean? you can still do the damn I'm thing. I'm running a marathon this year, allegedly. Look, I would, I'd like to be a fly on the wall when they're trying to justify that in their little board meetings and shit. Or however the fuck it's handled, I don't know. You know, just going, oh, look, he's going all right, but, you know, it would have cost us this or it would have cost us that. Whoever was pushing for that would be very, like, sheepish after the game in the sheds, like, fuck. Because surely they were like, listen, he's over the hill, he's going to get injured, he's shit. And then he takes him to a grand final and they would have been like, Oh, fuck. Like, yeah, and then... Did I say shit? Did I mean that? And then Broncos out of the cellar. He's got the Broncos out of the literal sewer that was their existence. No disrespect. Fuck the Roosters. Fuck the Titans. We've spoken about that game. Cows. Uh, cows Dude, are humming. Full cream, bro. Cows are mooing. The, the cows are mooing Moo. up in Townsville. And the milk is full cream, it's fresh, yeah. and it's ice cold, baby. Yeah. Nothing better on a hot day than a fucking big old glass of cold milk. Well, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not entirely with you there, but I get it. I don't in mind. In Townsville, it. dude, that's all they drink. I'm struggling as an adult to ingest as much milk as I once did. Obviously, I'm now, you know... I used to pound milk with reckless abandon. We did pound milk with reckless abandon. You and I, yeah. We'd go, up, go upstairs with the biggest fucking glass of milk you ever yeah. saw. With Maybe the cho- chockiness in there. 
Uh, yeah, bro. With some shockiness in there. Yeah. Do you know about shockiness? Shocking, of course I know about. We've said this Ness, before, mate. but I remember there was a, at least a couple of weeks there where we would buy. We bought twelve liters of milk a week. Jesus, no bullshit. We used to fucking pound milk into twelve the earth. liters. It was you, me, and Streety. Obviously, Jarch, but Jarch never drank or had any of the things we bought. But we would get Jarch. He wasn't a milk drinker. No, He's twelve pathetic. liters of milk a week was fucking. Absurd, but we did it. We got through it. I've um, I've got a mate who yeah, used to work. To squeeze into that tiny little fridge we had. Didn't work. <laughs> yeah, my mate. I used to work at Beach Road with him. Shout out to Tom. And um, whenever we would finish a shift, this was like eighteen, nineteen. We would just go somewhere for cones after. And without fail, every time <laughs> after like six to eight hour shift on our feet at a bar, he would buy a one point five or two liter milk and just finish that thing by the time we finished blazing that night. Well, dude, that was that and video. I bet you, and I bet you, he's never broken a bone. I don't think he has. Fucking oath he has. I don't reckon he has. I haven't either. Neither's Tom. Well, no. Not not many. Um, <laughs> Have you? I've, yeah, I've broken a few. Oh, Debo. Sorry. Oh, no, your knee. My knee, my arm, couple of toes. you broken toes? Bro, I broke my toes so badly once. It was the fucking worst. I was playing soccer um, at school. Like, we'd come back from somewhere. Like, a, like I might, might even come back from, like, a footy game. Like out of town so this is when I was in Barrow so it was like to Orange or something and then we came back and we were running around on the oval no shoes on and you're in like your school trackies mm. some guy's running past like you know coming past me with his ball with the ball soccer ball at his foot and I've just gone to boot it away from his foot missed the ball and my little toe caught in his tracksuit pants and just went Duh! And just like, you know what I mean? So imagine swinging it straight, like full-blown booting this ball and it's caught my toe and just snapped it all the way outside and then fucking back. And I'm like, ah! And the thing was just my whole foot was blue, like almost immediately. Didn't drink enough milk. <laughs> I don't know if all the milk's in it. Yeah, if I'd had milk, it would have ripped the trackies off. It would have. And you would have fucking ripped them clean off these yeah. pricks. Yeah, I would have. That's my fault. That's my fault. Anyway, anyway. you know how to be better. Yeah. Now, um, cows humming, moo, moo, moo. But the night, bro, poor Caelan Ponga must be like, can I get some fucking help here, bro? Well, I think they've got a few coming back this week, you gag guys of the world. But, like, they're, look, they're not, they're not great. They're not great. I did watch the game, but I also didn't, if that makes sense. Well, it does make sense because it means that you watched the game, but you also didn't. Well, you know, I was sitting on the couch. As in, like you 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 had it on, but you weren't really I watching it because well, you always you know, sometimes you don't want to torture yourself, right? Uh, it was just it wasn't that interesting. I had a few anytime try scorers on. Honestly, like if I could have combined all of them, I would have probably had a successful bet, but I didn't. So that's great. Now, Storm. I didn't see these last two games. Storm hunt the dragons, shock horror, and sharks. Sharks with a man down for sixty minutes, and then two men down for for the last ten. Still get a fucking win. Against the Warriors, you know. Yeah. But still. But still. like. But doesn't that say something about the Warriors, dude? Yes, that you're going to be that bro. many men down and you can't beat, even like get it. Here we go. You know what? Go it again. Go it again. It was actually, Raymond's tackle was way worse. That's what people have been saying, that so if, they, if they weren't already a man down, he would have gone. Does he get him around the neck? Yeah, he does. yeah. Look, he's not You'll even see. that bad. And he jumps into it. You'll see in the replay, he fully leaves the ground to swing his arm. Whoa. Yeah, it's not a good tackle at all. But Ramian literally shoulders him in the fucking head. Does he, did he knock you and Aiken out, Ramian? 
Because that, ta- like... Jesse Ramians, get his up. Because no one's happy with Jesse Ramians. No. But he didn't get sent off. But they're saying it's because, like, it was like a the referee or the bunker was too scared to send two people off. Yeah, dude, go back. Is he out? Go back. Can we get volume? Whoa. He's pumped about it, so he thinks he's got it right. Look at this. Oh. I love how he gets to his feet and he's like, thinks he's fucking nailed it. Well, but I think it's like you can't necessarily know where your point of contact is perfectly hit. It's such a, it all, it's but all is happening his, quickly. Is his arm even up? It's happening very quickly. Again, I'm not fucking anti-player on this one, but... It just seems like it was worse than Kennedy's. It's, I don't know. The Kennedy one actually didn't seem that hectic. Like, if you're talking about red carding for, in, for like, things that are, like the, the Carl Lawton run, for example, where it's like that could have changed Cam Murray's life mm-hmm. because it was so fucking dangerous to the spine, whereas that one was not. It was like a, it was just a fucking bad head high. I don't know. I don't think that I don't think the Kennedy one's a red card. To be honest, I think that's more of a ten in the bin, and the Ramian one yeah. potentially more of a red card. I think the Kennedy one probably like looks worse than the injury would end up being because it looks fucking. It bad. looked bad, yeah. But at the same time, you're not going to get much off like the end of his arm hitting the neck. Like there wasn't as much force as Ramian's yeah, tackle. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Ramian yeah. one, it's like, oh, this has just got meat and bones behind it, and yeah. it's going straight into your like, fucking head. Like this dude might not remember the last two months of his yeah, life. Exactly. After this. Exactly. Anyway, whatever. The Warriors suck. Warriors stink. But that's the thing, right? If you're, there's a bit of like Sean Johnson fucking, you know, like, all right, dude. When you've got that, like, when you have a man down for 60 minutes and again, two, uh, two men down for whatever, another 10 mm. minutes or whatever. Yeah. Like, how, if you're a professional rugby league player and you're the playmaker, you have to be able to exploit that. You have to be able to exploit fucking. Two men overlaps. Are they running out of puff in terms of they've been literally away from New Zealand for fucking years now? Living in like... I don't... They're, dude, they're living in homes and shit now. They're not like living in some camp. Oh, they're not in a camp Nah, anymore. they're like... They've got like places to live now, I'm pretty sure. It's not... They might be running out of puff a little bit, but also, you know what? Again, you'd probably be less... You'd be used to it by now. I don't think it's a puff issue. What do I know? But I don't think it's a puff issue. It could be a puff issue. Of course it You're could not going to entertain the idea it could be puff issue? Puff I, related? Bro, it could be puff based. I'm saying I don't think it is. It could be puff based. Don't think it is. When the fuck are they going to be allowed to go home? I'm so confused why they aren't I think it's now. next year. I thought they're going back. Here we go. Saturday, Sunday 3rd of July. They're back. Oh. Round 16. Why are they not back now? Uh, like I What's think- going on in New Zealand? Are they fucking wigging out still? Because they need to get the fuck over it. Because no one cares. Maybe it's just about the planning and behind it. Yeah, and I think it's it's not about like going there. I think it's more about like going there and coming back and going there again and coming back again. I thought you can, can't you to... fly wherever the fuck you want. Maybe. Yeah, now you can. Surely, I, I was on. Fuck, a I want to go overseas. Um, yeah, I'm sure you can. I uh, maybe it's a, it's it's obviously like a procedural thing. Cross T's dot eyes, Tom. Is that what you're saying? Yes, mate. It's box ticking, cross and T's dot and eyes. 
Getting making Australia sure. Australia and New Zealand love red tape as well. They're dude, fucking obsessed, dude, they're obsessed with, with red tape. We keep big big tape. We prop that fucking industry dude, up. Dude, whoever the fucks in big tape, specifically those selling red tape, would be. I wonder whether Jacindy and you know Scomo or NZ Gov Oz Ozgov. Yep. Whether they have maybe their little hands in big tape's pockets. As in they're fingering the big tape pie. They're fingering two fingers, I would assume, or often better than one, two fing two fingers into the big tape pie. Well they're American pieing the pie. Yeah. Taking a scrape. Oh, we gotta have a lot of red tape, do we? Well, who's in red tape? Scamo Scamo's got his junk in big in big red tape. Yeah, yeah. Scamo oh. fucking the big red tape pie with his gnarled weird little dick. How do you say have you are you been following the election cycle with with a keen eye, Dave? Yeah. Uh, keen eye is not do the you way like to do the it. Polls, been... mate? You'd be pumped about the polls. Nah, the polls like the polls don't really tell you that. Polls much. are fucking polls are stupid. Bullshit. Ever since Trump in twenty twenty, all the polls have been wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Polls usually left leaning. Are they getting right again? I don't think so. I don't trust them. And like Australia is a weird place to try pick the election as well because what seems to be you know the thing like you know Scomo sucks, Albo sucks slightly less. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, But you look at the media, then they're like, no, Scomo is the greatest thing ever. Bro, the fucking Scomo dick sucking in the media, and again. I don't love either option, but I hate ScoMo. But the ScoMo dick sucking is insane. I also listen to a lot of 2GB because I hate it. No, no, no it's it's good. It's good gear to it's hate listen. Fucking yeah. good. It is what, like Jim Wilson, three o'clock till five six, till six. Or six. It's that's as good as it gets. But like, there is Jim like, is the biggest dribbler on the planet, dude. It's so unashamed. Unashamedly biased, and I'm just trying to work out like they try and present that they are just trying to call. I'm just trying to call it as they see it, but like it's so fucking biased. Like I didn't even know that the debate was on, but it sounds like from all reports, I'm glad I missed it. Oh my god, so bad. But he starts off going like, "I just, you know, this debate was an absolute disgrace." You know, the, the the the. what was it? Just the like. How many debates have they had now? I think two, but like they're talking over each other and the. Duh, 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 and you're like, okay, so he's about to cut. This is how he starts his show. So I'm expecting Jim to come in with a bit of fair and balance. Like, you know what? Our Both these options are fucked from based on what we had last night. <laughs> he just starts off and just immediately just fucking pounding um, Albanese into the ground. Like, no mention of ScoMo. And the only thing I'm trying to work out, because I don't follow election cycles, because it's all bullshit to me. But from a 2GB heavily biased standpoint, do they have do, in in years gone by? Do they talk about the positives of the person that they want that they're supporting, David? Because like. You don't hear anything from them about what ScoMo's doing that might be good. All you hear is about how fucked Albanese is. And I'm like, listen, he does seem to forget a lot of shit when he's like at these press conferences. But I'm also like, I'd probably forget a lot of shit too. And maybe it's like, it's okay to just like, I just wish you'd maybe acknowledge it. Yeah, like, fuck, I've got a lot of things to remember here, but that's kind of why I've got a team around me and like people to help you remember shit i don't know but 
and just the whole like gotcha question thing as well just kind of actually takes really away helpful? from the substance yeah it's like this Dude, isn't a, me- this isn't a politics, test of who has the best mate. memory it's yeah. grubby it's backstabbing it's but it's fucking, like it's, it's so it's so like uh and it's just not really like helpful to mm. i'd love to vote for whoever's got the best i am not rusted on either way i've have i'm pretty sure in the past voted liberal and labor i can't even fucking remember but like don't just ask oi can you remember that like oi what's your times tables oi can you do your two times time tables like just can we just get some real shit can we cover some real issues what do you define a woman as god bro (laughs) even if you just like who gives a fuck what you think why are we what's that good to the fucking like the roping in of trans people so unnecessarily to this election cycle purely for the fact to fucking denigrate them and have a go at them is just that gets it's, me more than anything else. It's not even about else. having a go at them. It's just going there are people that this this gets some people pissed off. It's not actually I don't even think they care or have considered the trans fucking community in this situation. They've just gone fuck it. We're just gonna this will get people pissed off mate it's all it is it's it's pathetic our election cycles they're so they're so pathetic that they're almost entertaining in their own weird way there needs to be an alternative it's like watching a car crash you can't look away it's like that you're like bro there needs to be well that's the point there needs to be an alternative there needs to be a party that stands up for the rights yeah and interests of the people tom someone that cares that can unite dribblers and punters and punters and people that aren't punters or dribblers. But people that identify as a punter or a dribbler or that want to be or look at the ideals that the punter and the dribbler hold close yeah. and identify with them. And go, you know what? I wasn't, but maybe now I am. Yes. Something, a dribbler united party. Something like that. Like a party that is policy. It's, pol- it's people first and policy first. It's policy and people and panache. Yeah. Policy people <laughs> panache, the Dribbler United Party. <laughs> the three P's. Policy people panache, <laughs> the Dribbler United Party. Vote one, Tom and Eddie, independence. Yeah, of co- course. Codependence. Well, codependence. Codependent members yeah. for, uh, what am I? Wentworth. Wentworth, and you are? Moringa. There you go. Two big fucking... Catchment areas? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Big catchment areas. Can we both They run? both start with W. Yeah. So the codependent members for Wentworth and Warringah. Warringah, yeah. The triple P for the two W's. Triple P for two W's. That's it. Policy, people, panache. panache. Or people, policy, panache, whatever. Whatever. Well, it was just the three P's. It ends though. in panache. Yes, it does end in panache. Uh, the codependent members uh, for the Dribble United Party. Yep. Uh, we will be running as codependents. There you go. Sorry, we're running now. Vote one. Yeah, now who's going to be shaking in their boots? Oh, 2GB. 2GB, we're coming for you. Jim Wilson. ScoMo, Labor, the Greens, the fucking Reds, the Blues. Yeah, the Teals. The Yellows, the fucking, the, the Nationals who are also green. You know, there's, there's Greens and Reds and Blues. There's a lot. There's a, it's What's a, that colour? Pink. Are we Pink. Or are we... Look, we don't know what our colour is, all right? Get off our... F- we'll we a, we're we're well, multicoloured, dude. Charcoal. Maybe it's charcoal. Maybe... Ooh, I don't mind charcoal. Do I like charcoal? I like charcoal. Charcoal could be good. That's a nice colour. Well, we're fucking charcoaled up to our eyeballs in here. Maybe it's charcoal. 
Dribble party. Triple P's. Dribble United party. Uh, we're running. Uh, shout out to KO. Shout out to KO. That's rugby league. We love KO. We love KO. Fucking oath, KO. KO's the best. Bit of biff, Eddie. Bit of biff, bit of biff, bit of biff, bit of biff, bit of biff. Um, so, obviously, you know, you've already heard our interview with Paul Gallen and Harry Garside. Some are calling it the most revealing interviews in the history of combat sports interviews. Well, I heard that it was in the history of competitive sport. Tom. Competitive. I got combat and competitive. You're right. History of competitive sport. That's what they're saying. They're saying no two interviews more revealing, more courageous, they're yeah. saying, more in-depth, more entertaining yeah. as well. Uh, feedback's been terrific. Yeah. In it, all honesty, fucking loved it like just we said it the other day and we were sort of sucking off garside uh metaphorically speaking obviously but seriously interesting cat dude very interesting and can't wait to have him on again in a more in-depth capacity we will and we'll shoot the shit over a longer time period yes. we'll get into the nitty fucking gritty exactly baby, know that but that interview if you haven't listened to it it's up on our podcast and it's up on youtube so you can go and check it out all of which was previewing these biffs that are on Wednesday night. We are going to Newey to watch Gal take on Chris Teskevsky. Uh, apologies for not pronouncing that correctly. And then Garside uh, defending his lightweight belt against Cap Capen. Can you get Capen? How do you fuck? McFarlane. What is it? McFarlane. What's his first name? Lloyd. Oh, Lloyd. Hey, your middle name's Lloyd. It is. Lloyd McFarlane. Is that it? I'm getting there. I, like, we posted the video yesterday of Gal in the press conference fucking pissed off at Chris for not doing media. And heaps of people are saying it's acting. It's like, bro, when we interviewed Gal, it's the first thing he said. Yeah, it actually was. He's fucking off it. It's like, like, and every fight, dude, it'd get old. Like, every fight he has, most of them, he has to do the lion's share of promotion because he's up against some, like, the, the nature of the Australian boxing industry as which No Limit is clearly trying to change. But, like, there are a lot of unknown fighters in there. And this Chris Tosevsky gentleman, not a household name, but a fucking good fighter. Like, he's actually legit fucking fighter. He, they, they don't fucking necessarily get the clicks like you'd hope. And so Gal has to do a lot of this media shit. And as you say correctly, the first thing he's like, bro, I've been here all fucking day doing interviews. And this fuck, this guy is came in for, for 10 minutes, minutes five yeah. minutes, and then, and then bailed. And then some days he didn't even show up. Didn't which even is what, show up. Which is what he was referencing in that video. So a lot of people say it's fucking acting. I'm telling you right now, even if he's hamming it up, he's not yeah. acting. He's dude, legitimately no, pissed off. He's obviously hamming it, dude. It's, there's, you're, there's, you're allowed to put ham on your sambo, Tom. What, you, what world, Eddie, are we living in where you're going to chastise a rugby league great and you could argue an Australian boxing great in Paul Gal G-Train Gallon for throwing a bit of ham on his Sambo while he's trying to promote a biff and people are going, oh, fucking no, he's acting. He's like, if shut you the fuck up. Mate, if he brought out his eggs Benedict, right, with the hollandaise sauce all up in there, baby, all up in there, and there was no ham on there, you'd be pissed off. You know what I hate? When someone's like, do you want a toasty? And I'm like, oh, I fucking love a toasty. And then they bring out a toasty and it's just cheese and tomato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck is that? Did I ask for this, bruh? If the- you're throwing out toasties without ham, mm. go away. So Get away from me. So when Paul Gallon BYOs his own ham, right? Because he fucking knows that 
he he likes his ham and he knows how he wants his sandwich. But also ham required in the promotion of a May 11 fight on main event via KO. But my point is this, Tom. We all admit that we love ham. We all admit that we like putting ham on things. And then you get the shits when Gallon brings his own ham. And don't ham confuse up. ham with mayo. Mayo is when you're embellishing the truth. Or, or even lying. Or lying. This isn't an embellishment of the truth. He is true... He's truthfully angry at this guy for fucking doing no promotion. He's using more adjectives yes. than potentially it's necessary. It's performative. Ham's performative. Yes. Mayo is about facts. Yeah. Ham performative. It's a performance-based accoutrement. Yes, exactly. Whereas Mayo is... I'm yeah, changing I the I heard facts. a whisper on the yeah. wind and I'm going to just start making shit up. It's like, the Tigers players playing pokies at 9am but riding 10... Oh, sorry, at 9pm but riding 10pm. Right, exactly. Because it sells the yarn better. That's 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 Mayo. That's Mayo. So Paul Gallon bringing his own ham, he's fucking pissed off. And I liked it when he walked over and said he's going to bash him. I'm yeah. like, fucking oath cunt. Yeah. Give him the Nate Miles treatment. I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. So we got to say, though, if you are wanting to watch this fight, if you aren't going to be in attendance with me and Eddie... Uh, shame on you. Shame on you. But main event, through KO. And again, I think we said this the other day, I didn't know this until our friends at KO told us, but you don't even need to be signed up to KO to purchase the fight through KO. It's in front of the paywall. So... Make smart decisions because it's going to be a fucking bomb burner. And our good friend, our close personal friend of hasn't come in 85 days fame, Harry Garcia. days, 87 days. Also fighting. And Timmy Zhu Kosh, and Kosh's boy, Nikita, Timmy Zhu's younger brother, Nikita also fighting. And his nickname's a butcher. That's very intense. I'm glad we got clarification, Tom, around that issue because you and I had privately had... The dis- coming issue? Yes. Yes. Had had discussion, discussions around George Cambosis and him not having sex before the fight. And we'd moosed... Mused? Mused, not we'd, moosed. We'd mused... It's like when people call it moosely, not muesli. Like, if you call it moosely, dude, you might have a speech impediment. We mused that that only meant sex and that George was still getting into some handwork. Mm. However, I think now that Garside said that he didn't ejaculate for 87 days, we can clear that up. We can clear that up because, I mean, it doesn't make sense to be like, oh, I can't fuck, but I can jerk my meat in a shower. You know yeah, what I mean? twice, three times, four times daily. Exactly. Do I, I mean, that wouldn't really count, would it? No, it wouldn't. It'd be silly. But to hear that he went 85 days without jizzing. It was basically, it was a bee's dick off three months. Yes. I'm rounding it to three months. I, well, I'd, I'd be rounding it too, Tom. I'd be rounding it. I'm here to round it. Yeah. That's fine. But then to have it be a disappointing one, I don't know that it could be a disappointing one. I don't even know if that's possible. Even the fact that it happened would be good. Do you know what I mean? Like... I think it would be I – th- I can't see how it wouldn't be a huge relief, a huge weight off the shoulder. Surely that starts to play on the mind night and day. Yeah, bro. Like, I get discipline and I'm not – I mean, the thing is that to be great in these certain – you've got to be super disciplined and a little crazy, I think, like to do all of these things. Like the things that he spoke about where it's like he'd set an alarm yeah. every 10 minutes or something and he would have to stop and imagine himself on the podium – you have to be a little bit cracked, I think, to like, you know, do this sort of these routines. I don't know what my longest uh, period between nuts is since first nut was achieved. 
Since nut was discovered. Since first nut was discovered, since the discovery of nut, I don't know <laughs> what the longest nut-free period of my life would be, but it wouldn't be long. And I certainly know that... Yeah, in, NFP, your nut-free period. Nut-free period, your NFP, it'd no. be minimal. It, yeah. It'd be minimal. But I do know that at, at the point of maximum head noise is the period of longest nut free well yeah based on my experience the 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 longer the nfp the more head noise you feel the more head noise you experience yeah i don't think i'd be looking truthfully at any longer than five days (laughs) dude in in less even that seems long but like i think five days five to ten days ten ten i I don't don't know i'm just saying like that would be Five to ten days NFP. If 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 someone said to me it was longer than ten, I'd be truly shocked. You know, if someone had like, the, you'd, you'd have always thought about having a counter on your life for certain things. Mm. You know. Yeah, and NFP would be helpful. What well, is my what's helpful. my longest NFP? It would if it was longer than ten days, I'd be shocked. Eighty-five you know days is sickening. Sickening. It was it was three months. That's why I can't wait to get him back on because, again, we were in a room doing these interviews. Like, we were at the – I mean, it wasn't the NRL 360 desk, but it was that sort of vibe at, at, uh, at Fox Sports. It's a different vibe up on that It's desk. a different vibe, but, like, you it's know – It's a different vibe. You're very much sitting in a room. You're at these desks, which is like, you know, you're sort of like – you don't feel comfortable. You feel like you're in an I office. didn't feel comfortable at all. No. But, like, this back. is you can lounge and shit, right? But I would like to get into it with him because I had many more questions around – the nut-free period that I didn't feel like we had time to fully. I'd like dig to get into. him. I'd like to get him down to like a one thirty-five degrees and just go yeah. and yeah, just yeah. go where we at. Let's start nutting this thing out. Yeah. And I think then you could have a really good time. Shout out to the people at Fox Sports though. It was, it's funny in that room, right? Like with all the fucking desks and cameras producers and, and camera there's operators. There's fucking ten and, people in there. Yeah, it was wild. And like to start the interview, like I'm thinking. You know, it's just kind of like we were recording it as a podcast, so I don't think it was necessarily... I don't know if it's going on, KO. I Maybe. don't know. Maybe. But I just sort of thought like, oh, well, we're just recording it here because this is where they are for media day as opposed to like this is going to be also potentially on KO. But so they're like, all right, intro to camera. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay, shit. And I'm watching this camera like move and like come into us as I'm talking. I'm like, okay, woo, this is different. You handle it all right though. Buddy. I think, well, I mean, you know, we're pros. Didn't need to do two. No, didn't. In well, fact, we they did. did. They, but that was on them, not us. Yeah, that's not right. us. Not our problem. Not our problem. Um, but anyway, so that is again this Wednesday, uh, May 11th. Correct. On main event. Yeah. Purchase through KO. Gallon v. Chris with a K. Chasevsky. Apologies about pronunciation. Harry Garside of not coming in three months fame, taking on... Leighton McFerrin. Leighton McFerrin. And then Nikita Zhu, the butcher, Kostya's boy, taking on... Mason Smith. Mason Smith. If you want a little same fight multi, we've actually, I forgot where they said, I think it was round seven and eight, Gallon and Garside predicting their victories. We didn't speak to Keats, but we'll talk to him post-fight. But you put all those three in a little multi, might be juicy, don't know. Now, while we're still on Biff City, the UFC on the weekend. Yep. You, did you watch? No. I did. Now. I was with. You were, yeah, you were, you were in planning. Tassie. I was planning. planning. 
Michael Chandler kicked Tony Ferguson in the face so purely, it was, I mean, it was comfortably the greatest head kick knockout you've ever seen in your goddamn life. Tony needs to retire. It was, he looked good, dude. First round, you could argue he won. Yeah, but these head knocks are so etch. Of course. I agree with that. he has a history of etch behavior. Correct. Agree with all of that. Agree with all of that. That aside, he looked all right in that first round, dude. I mean, yeah, you got his head, you got his head kicked off. That's, that photo is so fucking wild. Yeah, bro. there's a similar one that we put up as well from Frankie Edgar when he got his head kicked off. They seem to they produce the goods of those shots, but fuck, I hear you from that perspective, from the the sort of the concussion perspective, but. From a he didn't look too bad perspective. He didn't look. He looked. He looked way better than he's looked in the past. And he had Chandler. I think he had Chandler hurt in that first round. But Chandler's a motherfucker as well, dude. Like he is a motherfucker. He's been a great inclusion in the UFC. He's now lost four fights in a row. Tony Ferguson. Yeah, I know. And that is there is which is crazy because wasn't he penciled in to fight Khabib? Dude, that was the before before the Khabib fight got pulled for the fifth time because COVID hit. Thanks COVID, another thing COVID fucked up. Um, he was it was him and Khabib for the fifth time. It was being scheduled and then COVID fucked us. Like on the world being locked down, it was like, are they going to do it? No. Um, but then he went and he fought uh, Gagey. Got fucked up. Oliveira got fucked up. Um, and then I can't remember who else he fought, but... Oh, no, keep it on this card. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But, yeah, he's lost four fights. Chandler's obviously won, and then there was maybe one more in there. Um, was it a Islam Markachev or was it a Benil Dariush or a Dan Hooker? I don't know. But, anyway, that knockout was fucking incredible. incredible. Then... Rose Namajunas against Carla Sparza was the worst fight I may have ever seen in my entire I life. It was absolutely poor. It was ridiculously bad. And I almost was happy that Carla what won just it. boring is about you. They did nothing. They did nothing. I was For almost... five rounds. Dude, nothing. And the commentators were like, this is... I actually... They were like, I don't know how a judge would be able to score this. They were like, on the list... What, that bad? Dude, on the list of like things that the judges look to, the last one they looked to is like, um, I think it's like cage pressure or like dominance. Yep. Um, and Yeah, ring control. Ring control. And that's literally the last metric they consider because there's all these other things that are more important. Yep. And they were like, it might be the only thing they have to go off here because it was just so like... So they didn't exchange at all. Like there's the least punches thrown in a fight, maybe? It was ridiculous. And then, you know what? I actually think that like... Carla probably did win because she had a couple of... She was more aggressive. Again, nothing happened, but was more what did, aggressive. What, what happened to Rose? Just froze. Dude, the game did plan... Rose froze? The game... Not really. As Like, yes, but the game... Like, Carla is a wrestler, and apparently mm. she just takes chicks down. And Rose was like... The way she gets... The way that Carla wins is that people just come in and rush her, and then she takes them down. So she's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to fucking stay outside. But mm. just was not aggressive enough at all. At all, bro. And so Carla won it and then Rose salty as fuck in the post-fight press conference. But I'm like, dude, did you? 
I wonder why, if, why she thought she was robbed. Every time she'd go back to the corner, her coach was like, who is also her husband, was like, you're doing great. The booze, the booze when you're doing the right thing. Da, da, da. And it was like, no, dude, she's not doing anything. Why do the booze mean she's doing the right thing? Because I think that the game plan was to fight maybe a boring fight, not a war, and just stay outside and pick her apart. But she wasn't picking her apart. She wasn't doing anything. She wasn't doing anything. And so what, got shit advice as well from It the... seemed like it. But her other coach is Kamaru's coach, is Gagey's coach. So he's, he's, he's a weapon. But the husband was like giving some shit advice. I don't know, dude. I'm not a fucking fighter and I'm, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking but about. That's all right. But like, that's okay. It was a shit show. And then she lost and I'm almost glad because it was such a dumb fucking fight. It's almost just punishment. Yeah, seriously though, like... But you know what I find, and this is with everything, and I know that, you know, we're not the most religious people in the world, but pre-fight, if it's God's will and still, if it's God's will and still, I'm just a vessel for the Lord to do this. But then when the Lord giveth, and then when the Lord taketh away, post-fighteth, and you fucking loseth, it's not God's fault, is it? You're just saying the judges. like Exactly. You know, like, just the judges' fault Which now. one is it now, yeah. bro? Which one is it? To? Which one is it? Because so, if it's God that gives the wins, it's God that gives the losses. Yeah. Do you understand how that works? Or do you think that it's literally that God would just is just, just showered you specifically with glory? Is that what you think it is? Is that what you think it is? That you're like one of God's favorites? Yeah. Now, she was salty as all hell in the post-fight press conference. I don't know. If she, I did see a tweet or something from her after that, which was like, I'm a shit human. I'm sorry. Da, 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 da. So maybe she had some time to like look at the fight and reflect. I well, also she probably watched it back and realized she didn't throw any punches. Yeah, it's also a symptom, I guess, of like the hyper-competitive athlete when they're like when they lose and they're really fucking dirty about it. Yeah, but it's like when you're in a fight with your missus and you get a, you get really hot under the collar and maybe say, you know say some shit and then you yeah you don't want to seed ground. You don't, you want, don't to like, want to seed ground because where does seed and ground get you? That's what you're thinking to yourself. You're like, fuck yeah. this. I'm not apologizing. I'm digging the fucking heels in. I'm not apologizing. Makes then, it worse though because then you end up apologizing after you've gone through way more shit. My point is once you've cooled down, as it were, clarity, clarity returns and you can sometimes see the error. Isn't that the ways. worst when you've been like so fucking stubborn and steadfast and then as the whatever the chemicals are that make you fucking angry you can feel them just like dissipating and you start going yeah probably shouldn't have said yeah that, yeah so and then you and then you get and then you start getting filled with another chemical known as regret yeah fuck and I'm, you're like oh my but you go how the fuck didn't i see that yeah how didn't i see it for what it is yeah and now i'm gonna have to go and apologize and now which, I, and which I, just I hate done. doing i hate apologizing and now i'm gonna have to go apologize and yeah. i should have just done it a long time yeah ago. yeah or i just shouldn't have got us into this mess in the first place that's where rose was at mm. whinging and complaining after her loss but she saw the light as it were. Well, I think she saw the light. I don't know. But that none of that really fucking matters in relation to what Charles Oliveira did. Dude, so... First guy in the history of the UFC, first champion to miss weight. Yes, right? it missed weight by half a pound, but there's some controversy around it where... So those scales that they get weighed on, are in the t they're in the hotel where all the fighters are staying. Mm -hmm. And so I believe as fighters are cutting weight... Uh, they it's they're just in a room like in a fucking conference room these these scales, and because they're the scales by which they're used, I think the fighters coming down the fighters all come down during their weight cuts and go and check, mm. but then there are like Brazilian fighters or European fighters who go in kilograms and American fighters so they're changing the fucking, and so there's a, there's 
a school of thought or an argument that the scales were fucked with, not through any nefarious means, but through people coming down and checking. And so they were slightly off. And Why wouldn't you just get another set? Again, dude, don't ask me that. I don't know. This is just what people are saying. And that there were a couple other fighters who were like, oh, yeah, they were a bit off. Or, you know, they came down there, you know. And so there was the, that, was the, that was the potential argument being thrown around. Now, ultimately, it's half a pound. It doesn't matter, but there are rules. And so he had to be stripped of the title. But, dude, he's the truth. He's the fucking truth. Again, Gagey dropped him twice in the first round. And then he still came back. And fucking drop Gagey and then chokes him out. Like he's he's incredible. He's so good. So goddamn good. And, you know, again, he's fought he's been fighting in the UFC since he was in his twenties or like nineteen or something. He's had like mm. thirty fights in the UFC. Fucking outrageous. And then only since he like in the last year. So how many grams? What it was like two hundred and twenty nine grams or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was half a pound, which I think from memory, 226 grams. Like, that is so... Bro, that's nothing. And so, mate. ultimately, it means nothing. He was. It's not like it changes. It's just the rules. It's just the rules. You've got to make way. And then he'll fight for the belt. So, now it's vacant. Sort of technically has, anyway. He's, a, he's the number one contender. So, the next fight will be him versus someone else for the belt. But, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good fight as well. Who do you reckon that'll be against? Well... It Do depends. they shortball Connor? Yeah, it could very well be a Connor. It could be a Islam. Uh, it could be a Poirier. Who the fuck? It could be anyone, dude. If Connor's ready, it'll be Connor. How many times has, has Gagey fought for the title? Twice now. Both losses? Yeah. Poirier's fought how many times? Twice. Both losses? Yeah. Mate, it feels like it could be Connor. The uh, like the the is the the reason that Connor Islam, would get fucked up, won't he? Phew, you'd you would think so, Edward. He's coming off another fucking long layoff against the champion who is fucking hot to shit. But the uh, Islam Makachev is on a ten fight win streak. I think Oliveira eleven, or the other way around. The only knock on Islam, who just is fucking you know Khabib light, um, is that he has only fought one person inside the top ten. But that's apparently because he's getting ducked because no one wants to fight him because he's a fucking animal. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting anyway, times. That's weird fight. card, weird card. But they did announce, um, uh, they announced that Stylebender is going to be fighting Jared Cannonier in July and on the undercard, it's Volkanovski Holloway 3. So that's horny. That's horny. Maybe Kay, I want to send this to Vegas. Have they announced another fight for Bam Bam? Yeah, he's fighting Cyril Garn. Is he? Yeah, dude. When? When is that? That's a fucking serious Bruh, test. Bruh, what the fuck? Because Cyril Garn's a motherfucker. Like, he oh. is a motherfucker. Oh, so they've sent him up again. Cyril Garn. Expressed interest. Nah, I'm pretty sure it's been announced. Hasn't it? That was on the 5th Tied of the to versus Cyril Garn. No, that was Cyril Asker. Yeah, here we go. Oh, here we go, five days ago. In Paris. Send the, us to Paris. KO, send us to Paris. The paperwork is being finalised. Or UFC, send us to Paris. So it's not finalised yet. Not yet, no. Hey, UFC or KO, please send us to Paris for this. We'll go to Paris. We'll, we'll go, go, to, go to Paris. What da- oh, so they haven't got a date? Yeah, it's not, yeah not yet. We'll make it work. Send us to Paris. Send us to Paris. Send us to Paris. Uh, but that's Biff's. <laughs> Uh, all right, Eddie, we've got to get some dribbles. But before we do, I just quickly wanted to play some audio of uh, 
Andrew Gaze. Well, it starts. So Liz Cambage, as we know, she was kicked out of the Olympics, uh, the Olympic team. She apparently, allegedly, I think the captain or at least one of her teammates said that in an Olympic trial match against Nigeria, Nigeria uh, potentially, she said to him, she said to him, go back to your third world country, allegedly. That's what she's alleged to have said. Mm-hmm. She's fucking disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, rightfully so, she's been fucked off from uh, all basketball shit to do with Australia. But she's always just been and seems like a huge day. Like huge, a, yeah. A seven-foot day. The biggest. The biggest day yeah. of all time. Almost she an like, eight, she's almost an eight-footer. She might be an eight-foot day. She might be Chopu fucking charging. Yeah. 20, 40, 50, 60, 60 70, 70 foot, 80. 100 foot day. Yeah. Um, anyway, she then came out and said that she's had, she had no support from uh, Basketball Australia and the Opals uh, and all that sort of stuff. So I think there'll be a little bit of audio at the start and there, of her speaking. Yep. And then it uh, comes to the king, the I'm goat, supported. Andrew Gaze. Uh, who just fucking rips into it. And if you're trying to work out, like, where the truth lies, you know, because there's he said, she said. Yep. Andrew Gaze seems to me to be, like, the most upstanding moral individual maybe on planet Earth. If he's saying something, I believe it. And he's not the only person saying it. I'll back Gazy. But, like, let's say Andrew Bogut criticises her. You go, well, Bogut, you know, he might have an axe to grind. He hates her. Whereas Gaze... It just seems like a nice Magoo dad with some basketball shoes on. You can always trust a Magoo. Yeah. Generally. Not always. But <laughs> in Andrew Gaze's case, you can. Let's just play it. I'm supported. I'm protected on a, a level that the Opals or the Australian team never gave to me. My heart lies with those who want to protect me and those who want me to be the best I can be. Um, and I never felt that in the Opals at all. That, that is highly offensive. I have been in a privileged position to be on the board of Basketball Australia during some, many, much of her time, and I had a long conversation with her directly, and unfortunately, I couldn't have that conversation just one-on-one. Her agent had to be there. Right. And we went through some of the issues that were clearly apparent issues about where your priorities need to be, and there was a complete lack of understanding that, well, maybe I'm not wrong, but I can see another side uh, of the Refu- argument. Refuse to refuse see. to see that, the, that her behaviour yep. was not there. In addition to that, there was some behaviour that Liz had that under any reasonable judgement that there would have been some significant repercussions that, that, that you know, that, that, that were there that that she was supported not just by me but by others along the way. Are you saying that that Liz Cambart did some things that you were dealing with? And, and a lot of it's documented. And, 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 had, and you tried to help her through it? 100%. And, and to say that she wasn't supported is, is, is unfair. The bottom line, she made some decisions that didn't support her teammates. Yet, despite that, her teammates supported her during yeah, that time. Yeah, yeah. Now, the problem is, in her mind, she didn't think she was letting anyone down. And I'm talking about whether you show up. Yeah. The suggestion on this particular incident and others that the, the, her teammates, her coaches, 
Basketball Australia or anyone wasn't supporting her, that is offensive. Mm. That is offensive to people who are going out of their way to try and put in place a system where she can actually perform to her best. And it takes two. You, you don't get paid for representing your country. You owe very, very little. That's not your sole source of income. It's about honour. Yep. It's about privilege. It's about a sense of responsibility. It's about looking at your life and seeing how other people have provided you a privileged opportunity to, be, to, to perform to the highest level, and when you don't respect that, and in fact you go the other way and say these people have actually harmed me, that is disgusting behaviour yeah. by her, and yeah. it's offensive to me, it's offensive to anyone that's represented our country that that's her position. I'm supporting. I mean, Andrew going hard in the paint. Via SEN, I must say thank you, SEN, for that audio. Andrew Gaze absolutely pounding Liz Cambage into the court, if you will. The court of the earth. Yeah, the court of the earth. That was brutal from Gaze. I didn't know he had so much fire in his belly. But that was all like, but it was like, that was a Magoo going off. Go off, Magoo. You know what I mean? Like, he was very... He didn't... He wasn't, like, abusive or... Uh, he didn't, like, say uh, any statements of, like... Uh, I believe the Latin term is ad hominem, where you attack the person and not the point. He just was clear and concise with everything that he was saying. And he was just hurt. Gaze was hurt and disgusted. And I have got to speak on behalf of the nation that I don't like seeing our Gazy hurt Fuck and upset. No, dude. It something's makes me want to roll and something's gone wrong if you've got Gazy that fight up. He's been wronged. He's been wronged. He's been betrayed. There's but there's the sense of betrayal in his voice there, yeah. I think. And he's sticking up for the nation. Fucking oath he's sticking up for the nation, as he always has and as he always will. Yeah. He's putting the nation first. He's a nation first kind of guy. Yeah, which is why he's so good and why he's so beloved. I'd happily get behind Gazy on some form of Australian currency, even if it was a cryptocurrency. And oh, Australia's and first cryptocurrency, the Gaze coin. The Gaze coin. I think there's a lot, a lot of. You could generate a lot of momentum behind that idea. I think. Mm. The Gaze coin. Gaze coin, and it's just him in different basketball shoes. I don't know. We'll think about it. It's a work. It's a work in progress. But Liz Cambage seems like an individual who is very high in her own supply, almost addicted to herself. Well, I think she sniffs her own fluffs. Yes. She's a fluff sniffer. Uh, do you reckon it's one of those ones where you've got like a a beer bong type apparatus that you put over your... Yep, and then just straight... Bumble, just, just... Then... Yep, yep, yep. That's how that would work, right? Yep. I think instead of playing for the nation, she's at home sniffing her own farts. Yeah. That's what I think. You guy could be wrong. You know, like how um, maybe she another way she could be doing it because you can sniff your own farts. Maybe she's also just inhaling them, huffing farts, <sighs> like uh, nitrous oxide, not nos bulbs. Not that I've done it, but I've seen it done. <laughs> well, like huffing and puffing on your own fluff, <laughs> and then you slowly just fade off into like some sort of fart coma. Mm. A cambage bulb. A cambage bulb. A bulb of cambage farts. <laughs> Not for the faint-hearted. No, dude. In <laughs> fact, probably only for seven-foot-tall, ungrateful basketballers. Who've lost their way. Who've lost their way. Anyway, apologies to Gazy because I don't like seeing Gazy upset. I don't no, like neither it. do I. It makes, I me wanna, it makes me want to put his shoes on and just, you Give know. Give him a hug. Go, or just go down to the court. I think sometimes he just needs an ear and someone to 
to let him know that you're there for him. Yeah. I don't think he needs to be held so much as he just needs to be you just need to be around him. Yeah, get around guys. Yeah, but, you know, take him down. And just while he shoots threes, you just pass the ball back to him. You're just getting the know? ball back. And, and just let him talk. Yeah, just let him talk. Because he'll, no, he'll, he'll talk. You just talk. Because he'll talk. He'll talk. I'll just feed your balls, guys. Yeah, I'll feed your balls. And I'll tell you how good your jump shot's looking. Yeah. And how I reckon you, you could come it. back. Yeah. And how you're the best Australian product we've ever produced. Yeah, and how I used to love that I'm pretty sure you used to do Golden Valley ads or at least Uncle Toby's. At least Uncle Toby's. And I loved him. And it worked. It, of, course, of course it worked. It worked. He's a marketer's dream, mate. Yeah. You could sell me an Uncle Toby's bar still. Today. Today. You could sell me anything that goes gets behind. Yep. It's not that hard. He was in Kellogg's ads. Of course he was. Yep. That's why I love Kellogg's. Love Kellogg's. I'm a Kellogg's guy. Yep. Sanitarium's not as good as Kellogg's. Sorry. Sorry. Unless guys did ads for you. Let's dribble. Tom, Eddie, it's the uh, Cricket Z dribbler. Um, boys, I've got a cold, a good old-fashioned cold. I was going to say, it doesn't sound not COVID. like it. It's just a it's sort of a rugby league cold. One of those sort of ones that pops into your head about, you know, May after a couple of nights on the hill at Brookie on a Friday night footy or maybe, a, maybe you've been out to Bluebeck, pick up, pick, pick up a cold out there. Um, but, yeah, it's not COVID. It's just a cold. It's just a good old-fashioned cold. And uh, anyway, my, my old man, he reckons you can knock a cold on the head in two days with 20 bucks with the right sort of equipment. And um, I'm thinking I'm going to try and do that. So, um, boys, with 20 bucks, how do you beat a, uh, a rugby league cold? You know, Gatorades, Panadol, Codrill, where are we going? Where, where are we going with 20 bucks? Codrill soon. I like this question. Can you please, uh, just Dave, find me the cost of uh, Panadol Rapids? Although if we are going cost here, you can just get your brandless paracetamols. You, yeah, you'd be getting home brand paracetamols. Home brand paracetamols. 100%. Again, it's if only you, a couple of days, so you're going to get probably a we, small pack of that. If you've got to wait a couple more days, you'll be like, it is uh, a couple more hours for them to kick in. It is what it is. True. It's we are. It's about day. cost as well. So get us some home brand paracetamol. I'm saying maybe a 20 pack, Dave, but just but but suss that out. And then Eddie, if if I could just, I'd just think you're getting your chicken soup ingredients, and you just have chicken soup and Panadol. Two days, you're done. For, For a common cold. Yep. Um, so the cheapest paracetamol tablets at Chemist Warehouse, $1 for a 20 pack. Yeah, exactly. Great. Okay. So $1 20 pack. We're fucking, we're flying here. Now for a, a, I'm assuming, I think it's cheaper probably to make a homemade chicken. As in do it yourself yeah. instead of buying chicken soup. Yeah. What's you can a, probably what's, buy it from Woolies yeah, ready but, to go if you can't be fucked. Yeah. But I don't know that you're buying it at, at quantity. Otherwise you can get dirt. You can get dirt cheap breasts, bro. I think no, because to make chicken soup, you want to have a whole chicken. So, what does an uncooked chicken set you back? Can you buy uncooked chickens? What? I can't believe we're asking that question. I can't believe we're asking that question. Can you buy uncooked chickens? That's the most. I never see them. That's. Do you ever see them? Oh my god! What have Dave. you never been into a butcher or like a Coles or yeah, literally what anywhere? The fuck, are we talking about? Of course, you can buy an uncooked chicken. You, absolute I always just buy them. I just see them roasted up, ready to fucking shit. rock and roll. So, do you think no one roasts chicken at home? I'm just. I'm. Do you have you ever? Have yeah. you ever bought a whole chook? Yeah. And you just put it in the oven. Yeah. Or into a pot to make homemade chicken soup. You absolute fuckwit. 
I buy them cooked. So do and I. And I put them on bread rolls. So do I. That's my jam, baby. But like, fuck that. Neither's Tobler. Tobler's got no idea. No, he's got no idea. He admits it. Absolute dead shits. Too long in Mossman, Ed. You need to start fucking. Dude, I've never in my life I, you seen know what? a whole chook. I think mum and Papa Sims would be like, "What? who did we raise? Their mum's never, the never, Who did we ever, raise? That's not my boy. That's, not how, that's not how I raised him. I raised him to Irish dance and to fucking, and fixed his eyes. And he can't even tell me that chook, he doesn't even know that chickens come uncooked. So $7.42 for an RSPCA approved medium whole chicken from We're Coles. trying to save money, Dave. Cheap. Fuck RSPCA. That's, that's the cheapest one. Oh, that's okay. the cheapest how often do you chicken? take home whole chooks? That's uncooked. not the question. I'm just wondering. Just as a, it's a, it's a question. Well, it is a question. Not that often. If we're cooking, if we're making chicken soup would be the main one. If Steph's making chicken soup, she'll go and buy... You'll buy the whole thing instead of like parts of a chicken? Yeah, the whole thing and you pop it in a pot with like veggies and water and stock and all this shit. And you can also buy that like the butterfly chicken that's been marinated in something and then mm-hmm. it's kind of flat. You just stick it all on the barbecue, which I guess yeah, is a whole chicken. Yeah, that's not real. Yeah. I was just thinking whole chook. Yeah, I tell you what, a whole chook uncooked is actually kind of a very gross and etched thing to feel because you are confronted with the deadness of this, like it's, it's skin and body. It's actually very fucked. I Chicken feel, it looks dirty, uncooked. It gives you, it just gives off a, it just gives off a, I could get really fucking sick if this thing isn't cooked properly vibe. Which is true. You can. But it's, but like you're saying, they look like it as well. But it, No, but it, it feels like a dead body. That's what's fucked to me. It's like, this is a dead body in my hands. That's what I don't like about it. It's very much like you're confronted with the reality of the food you eat. It's weird that Americans on Thanksgiving will get a fucking massive turkey. And it's the same kind of deal, but it's bigger. Like turkeys, dude, I saw turkeys the other day. Turkeys are big. Yeah. Shout out to They run around. I'm like, fuck, dude, turkeys are big. Bro. Turkey's good gear. Anyway, great, great dribble. Great dribble. I hope we answered it. I don't think we did. Well, I think we got close as, as close as we were going to. <laughs> I'll say quickly, uh, chicken soup from 21 in Double Bay, medicinal properties. Right, how yeah. much is that going to cost us, David? Well, it's $21. $8.50 for a cup, 14 for a large. Right, so that's going to fucking sustain At me for 21 two days. At 21 the cafe. I got yeah. 20 bucks. Yeah. I'm going to be dead the best in two chicken days. Soup. That's, it'll bring you back because it's the best chicken soup. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't mind 21 in Double Bay, though. Shout out to 21. Mm. Good, good breakfast. Down there. Good breakfast. Good schnitties. Yeah, so did Steph and my brother. I used to go to always get in there. Well, it was probably, you were probably part of that crew. <laughs> probably was. In fact, I would have been. You would have been. Good memories. Great times. Steph, we dad about that still. She's like, I, she knew Will obviously before me. She's like, she used to, he just used to be like a friend of mine who he just used to sneak and smoke darts with. Now he's like fucking the uncle to my child. She was just looking at it the other day on Mother's Day going, it's a fucking wig out. Like she once called, I think when they were like 15 or 16, called my mum pretending to be a mother of one of Will's mates. Going, oh, yeah, they're just coming around for the weekend, da, 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 like bullshitting so that Will was allowed to go away. Strange times. Strange. Life. Life, eh? Hey, lads. King Dribble here from the Broncos. Three in a row. Pretty much top eight material at the moment. But anyway, I just want to talk about sports that have got a few different areas of sports. Obviously, there's tennis. There's four, three surfaces. I just want to know, is there any chance of what surface are you good at? Obviously, there's a bit of rain in golf. There's a bit of bit of hard court in tennis. I just want to know, what surfaces are there out there that 
you think you could dominate in? Because I reckon I could dominate on a lot of surfaces. So I'm just, just curious, guys, what surfaces are there out there in different sports that you think, geez, that ping pong table, yeah, I'd dominate that surface. See you soon, lads. Couple of things straight off Couple the bat. Couple of things. Straight off the bat, King Dribbler is a fucking bold nickname to give yourself. Yeah. Because there already is one. Like, and not just one that's like, you know, oh, some guy called up a couple of weeks ago. It's like, he's a baggy green member and like some respect does need to be placed on his name. And, you know, I feel like that that was, I'd love to know what KD thinks about that. I'd love, KD, you haven't fucking left a dribble in quite some time. No. And I would, I would always, I'd, I'd as well argue that your absence is potentially fueling Someone coming for the throne. That's exactly right. That's, it's, it's actually his fault. It's his fault that yeah. this guy thinks that he can be King Dribbler when... Because King Dribbler's so absent. So absent. Like, you messaging us all the time in our inbox is fine, bro, but no one can see that. No. Do you know what I mean? You posting fucking food porn on your Instagram yeah. is fine, but most of the P's and D's don't follow you. So. Yeah, and they don't even... They don't care for you in no, that, in they that don't, way. In that capacity. They care, they care for you as king of the dribblers. So you're going to have to start fucking speaking up, bro, otherwise or you might this lose guy, your answer to this guy. From Brisbane. Who, who said that he dominated certain services and then didn't leave any. Examples. Well, he said like hard courts and clay in terms. But he, no, but he said he had some ideas of what he was Yeah, he didn't on. say that he could dominate any, though, did he? And I'm like, well, I want you to give me examples of what you would dominate. I think in a tennis sense, hard court for me. But I did have a... <laughs> why, uh, why hard court for you? Because I always played hard court tennis, but I have also played... Did you play on, hard court or did you play uh, synthetic? No, I mainly played hard court. I had a tennis court growing up and it was hard. And then at one point when we lived somewhere else, there was a tennis court there and it was clay. So I've actually I've got a bit of Nadal about me. So I could play on clay at a pinch... But I'm a hardcore guy, I think, more so than a what, synthetic. Was it was it a hardcore or was it concrete? Do you remember? I'd say concrete. As opposed to like that plexi cushion yeah, shit. No, 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 no. It's concrete. Concrete. Didn't have a plexi. Didn't have a plexi. Or no. a flexi. Didn't have a flexi or a plexi, no. Wouldn't it be interesting if rugby league was played on different surfaces? Oh, so when you go to North Queensland you play on fucking dirt. I don't know. Beach, beach would be beach. intense. Well, isn't that what that what they say a little bit with like dewy grounds versus undewy? The game, yeah. The well, that's like you, what time of night you play or what time of the day, and then where you're playing. But I mean, like, oh, okay, we're in fucking so like goat paddock, goat paddock, sand, clay, synthetic sand, polished mud. concrete. Po- well, that's you can't play rugby league and polished concrete, but I do respect the gameplay. Imagine, imagine if fucking games of rugby league football were legitimately played on sand, like beach footy. I wonder if that'd be worse for injuries, like ACLs and ankles and shit. I don't know. Probably. Wouldn't be as quick. Uh, great dribble. Sort of. It was, it was all right. Yeah, uh, it was interesting. King Dribbler, reach out, bro. The other one. Yeah. Shout out to the elderly Chinese gentleman who walked into, your, into the HSP studio about 18 months ago. <laughs> Thinking of you, hope you're well. And what happened to Liam Fulton? Oh, what the fuck! Yeah. Liam Fulton. Liam Fulton of Tigers player. He retired from concussions. Dude, that old guy that walked into the Batuta Studios lost as fuck. Yeah, that was that, sad, was, that was sad. That was for you know not even OG dribblers. It was a couple of years ago, um, and we were in the uh, Batuta HQ podcast studio. 
And an old Chinese gentleman who spoke no English wandered in, and I think he was trying to find a place where, like, he needed, there was, like, health benefits sort of a place, or, like, a place to stay. He was, like, sort of down on his luck. Yeah, he was looking for, like, a shelter, wasn't Yeah, he? something like that. And we were... Oh, housing. Was it? No, it was housing. Housing, housing. And we... Public could, housing. We could, and he had... He was giving us the number of this place, and we were trying to fucking call it, but they weren't answering, and then we were trying to help him out and then we're like he was old and walking slow and then it was like mate would you want us to just give you money and we'll get you a cab and he was like really honorable and didn't want to take our money and shit yeah anyway i don't know don't know what happened to him shouts with dribbler who actually put in the punters and dribblers page the other day um a throwback to to reggie oh yeah reggie strickland that was early days who had the worst boxing record in the history can of you man. get up reggie strickland's boxing record yeah, that was a like you're an OG dribbler. It was with all those thirteens teams that were the, like the best team, and it was like the Hello Sport dribbler thirteen, I think. And Reggie Strickland was in there, and I'm like, this motherfucker has been around. Was Reggie the concussion interchange, or was he coach? Can't remember. Don't know. I just want to know his record now. But it was like his record's bizarre. It was like bonkers. Three hundred. What is it here? So sixty six wins, two hundred seventy six losses. Reggie Strickland, dude. 66 wins, 276 losses. That is his nickname, all-time great. (laughs) (laughs) Reggie out, Reggie. Fuck, that's a lot of fights. Anyway, let's move on. Tom, Eddie, Dior. Um, I've just had to pause the Monday pod halfway through and call up and just ask for Eddie to apologise to all us people living down on the south coast of New South Wales for calling Jervis Bay Jarvis Bay. That's fucking disgraceful. And um, as someone who claims to spend a lot of time down Mollymook Way and down this part of the world, I just thought it was fucking disgusting. Um, it is spelled E-R, not A-R, so I don't know where you got that misinterpretation from. But, um, yeah, this soon, mainly 13 plus. First and foremost, I won't be apologising. Second, uh, I, I spend very little time down there. Uh, and thirdly, Jarvis Bay sounds better than Jervis. So It's not a bad point you make on that third point. Jarvis does sort of have a ring to it. Don't it's you like, reckon Jarvis has a ring to it? Like Jervis fucking is Tommy, too hard to say. Tommy Tobler is actually Tommy Tobler, right? Yeah. First episode. What well, sounds first, better? First episode, he's like, it's actually Tobler. I went, well... It's not anymore. Not anymore. Tobler. Sounds way better. It's either Tobler or Toby, but it's usually Tobler. It's, yeah, it's Tobler or Toby. Tobler rolls off the fucking tongue, yeah. bro. Tobler, this, I've got to do too much to say Tobler. You've got to do too much to say Jervis. Yeah, Jervis. And same with plant. You have to say plant. Mm. Plant is too hard. Well, Jervis? Jervis is so hard to say. It's Jarvis. While we're on this, I have a big uh, protest against how Nick Kotrick thinks his name is pronounced. Chotrich. I don't believe for a second there are three ch sounds in like the space of five letters. But you're not Serbian or Croatian. Well, you're not from Jarvis Bay. But he's not saying, he's just saying it sounds better. Well, I think Kotrich sounds better than Chotrich. I agree with you that audibly it certainly sounds better to say Kotrich or Kotrick. But I do think that that part of the world has a lot of chitches and itches and bitches. <laughs> a lot of itches. A lot of itches and vitches. I mean, my missus literally Serbian and Croatian. And she's vitched up. She's vitched up hard. Was. Was. Now not. Now she's hammed. She's hammed now. She yeah. was vitched. Now she's well, hammed. She hammed it up. Yeah. She's hammed it up. Yeah, she's hammed it up. Good time. for her. Good for her. Uh, so look, 
the, that whole Jervis thing. It's Jarvis, bro. And I'd also say this, bro. Like, the three or four times I've been there, everyone was calling it Jarvis Bay. Mm. So, I don't know where you're hanging yeah, out. You need to you need to fucking look in your own backyard. Yeah. I'd be nipping down to the baker and asking how they say it because they'd be saying Jarvis, bro. I'd be calling a town meeting. Yep. That's what I'd be doing. On we go. G'day, boys. It's the uh, marginally woke dribbler here again. Uh, nothing about being marginally woke this time. I just want to raise two points. Now, uh, before I preface this, I just wanted to say that, uh, Tom, you're usually my man. You're usually my type. As a straight man, I, uh, I think you get my rocks off more than uh, Eddie does. Right. But fuck me, Jesus Christ, Eddie. When you are talking about bass and quarterlies and how you withhold tax, as a corporate fellow myself, that just got my fucking rocks off. I was nearly about to spew, and because the Broncos are winning, I'm about to spew as well. Uh, from downstairs, that is. Um, and number two, I just uh, I just heard on the potty that you mentioned Braden, and I, I need to apologise because I totally forgot about intern Braden. Is he okay? Have you guys um, found a little home for him in your new studio? Do you let him out for fresh air and for walks? Or uh, do you keep him down there to, you know, toughen him up a bit? We'd love to hear, uh, hear Braden's voice here and there and, you know, just... Let us know how he's doing. Thanks, boys. See you soon. Shout out to that cricket. Dude, I was about to say. <laughs> Shout that out cricket to the... was getting its fucking Dude. working, bro. Dude, that cricket was... I don't know who I was listening to in terms of the dribble. Was, was, I started was that, listening to the cricket. Well, was the cricket dribbling or was that guy dribbling? I heard the start because it was about me and about how he likes talking tax. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it started and about and shit. It was actually about me at the start. Well, but it, and then and it then became it, about me. Yeah, then and then after that, I've got to be honest with you, I stopped listening and I started listening to that cricket. Well, I'm wondering whether that cricket was like, can you shut up? I'm on the dribbler hotline. And that guy's in the background like, don't let me on. I like that cricket's dribble. Yeah, it was a great dribble from the cricket. I think I think that was sick. That might be a Hall of Fame. Yeah, cricket. from the cricket dribbler, hundred um, percent. He went after it. He did. He was fucking there. He was. He just wanted to yarn. Loved it. It's our first insect dribble. It is, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's the first of many. Yeah, hopefully not the last. Well, you know, maybe he's that cricket has been, you know, the first one. Uh, the game changer of sorts. In terms of where intern Braden is, intern Braden now corporate Braden. Got a big boy job, so he is no longer an intern, but still a friend, a dear friend, and always welcome in these halls. <laughs> always welcome in these halls. He knows that. Yeah, he does. He's just going away, corporating up for a little bit, get a taste of that corporate life, and he'll yeah, come, he'll come back. Exactly. Learn yeah. about bass and all that sort of shit, and then he's gonna he'll come back. But he'll, he'll come back when he can do his own. Well, bass. you know, it's like if you love something, you let it go. It comes back. It's for life. That's that's Braden. It, it's it's certainly not actually. Now I say it. The case with Kieran Foran. If you love something, you let it go. It comes back and then it goes again. It might it might be love, but if it goes again, it might not be. It might be retirement. I think it's retirement in this occasion. Apologies for whatever that fucking noise is in the background, but you may not be able to hear it. Let's keep going. Hey guys. Um, Metaverse Dribbler here. I uh, work for a company in the Metaverse. Uh, watching some Formula One classics and just wanted to get your thoughts on uh, Ferrari's Michael Schumacher. Uh, his car is sponsored by Tic Tac. And how many Tic Tacs do you think Tic Tac would have to sell in order to sponsor Michael Schumacher's car in the year 2000? 
Um, pretty odd sponsor. Just wanted to get your, your vibe on that. Um, fun explosions never. Uh, and have a good one. I actually don't mind this dribble. TikTaks were fucking huge back Is then. Is he though. talking about individual TikTaks? I'd say so. I think. Is, is that what we're going to go off? Well, let, let's assume. How many would be in a pack? How many is in a pack? 50? TikToks. More or less? Less. Less. 30? 30 tacks? 20 tacks? Nah, more than 20. I'd say between 30 and 50. 45? 30, 30, 38. 38. 38 tacks. About 38. It goes on grammage, not on individual tack. Well, shouldn't the tacks be the same size? A uniformity of size, of tack. I would have thought there would be a uniformity of tack. They used to come in those little orange. Well, there, were, there was orange, and they were a bit more of like a fruity taste, and then there was the the white, the clear, which was the mint taste, I believe. Right. Tic Tacs, I don't see much anymore. That's what I mean, though. They used to be huge. When Schumacher was getting into his work, when we were coming up, Eddie, in the 90s and shit, Tic Tacs were massive. Yeah, they were. My grandma always used to have Tic Tacs. Yeah. She just came with them everywhere she yeah. went. At least that's my memory. Yeah. Tic Tac was the king of the world. Could I ask you this, Tom? Did the, the metaphorical wheels begin to fall off when Tic Tac started fucking sponsoring Schumacher for exorbitant amounts of money mm. instead of focusing on... Keeping breath fresh. That's right. Because at the end of the day, if breath wasn't kept fresh, what's the point? Mm. What are you doing? You know, it's, sponsoring a car is all well and good. It's going to cost you a fucking fortune. But if you don't... Keep breath fresh. If you don't keep breath fresh, then we have problems. Look, it's a great question that you pose there. In terms of an answer, I don't have one. And so they're not keeping breath fresh anymore? Well, they're not. How many would you need to sell to sponsor? Probably in the billions. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't got that number, but I've got some here. So there's six Tic Tac plants in the world. They each make roughly 20 million Tic Tacs, individual Tic Tacs per day, which amounts to around 55 billion per year. There you go. So they'd be selling billies to get on Schumacher's car. Fifty-five billion. That's a lot of tickies. A lot of tickies. Let's move on. One more, Dave. Yeah, one more. Boys, got some big maths for you. Big rugby league maths. Sharks beat Manly. Broncos beat Sharks. Bunnies beat Manly. Broncos beat Bunnies. Broncos v Manly. Broncos have already won the game. Good game, boys. You fought hard, but Broncos, 15-plus always. Bloke in a bar always. Hello, sport. Never. That ain't math, dum-dum. That's not how it's done. That's not how math is done. Obviously, we're operating with some sort of a dead shit. <laughs> um, that's obviously with the greatest respect, but that is not math. That's certainly not rugby league math, Tom. No, it's not. It's now. not math generally. It's not rugby league math generally. Uh, and it's not math specifically. It's not, Well, it isn't specifically either. Nor is it metaphorically. No. So I'm a little bit concerned about where that jubler is, you know, doing yeah. his working outs and what that looks like. I fear for him on Friday night when yeah. the Broncos get pounded into the earth. Well, we're going to be at the game and we're going to be – well, you won't. I will. I'll be at the fucking game with Toddler and Sebo and Bloke. Kempi and Manly are going to fucking hump you losers. So who gives a shit, hey? Who gives a shit? Also, while we're on that, we are going to Magic Ground this weekend doing a meet and greet with Kempi at the Caxton from 1 to 3. And then we're just going to fucking launch into the evening. Eddie will be there by that stage. He's coming up Saturday. 
And I will be launching. And launching. I will be meeting and I will be greeting. Yeah. That meet and greet, I feel like, can go so far in one of two ways, depending on if Manly or Brisbane win. No, it'll still, it'll, still it'll still go the same way. It'll still go the same way. It'll be fucking... It'll be debaucherous. There'll be yeah. lots of licks given, is what I'm uh, saying. No. Either way. No? Well, like, well, I mean, maybe, maybe. Maybe, like, verbally. Yeah, we've taken licks in the past, and we'll take licks in the future. And you'll be giving licks to the Brisbane crowd and when we'll Manly And we'll be giving licks yeah. if Manly get up, so... Yeah. Which we will. Which we will. So, there's that. There's that as well, which is important to note. Um, I think that's us, guys. I think that's us. Shout out to everyone. Good on yous all. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>